17th August 2019. Mm-hmm. It's a Saturday, 7.46 p.m. What brings you to Latvia? What are your impressions? Um, okay, so I actually... Oh, by the way, let me yeah. give a disclaimer, because sometimes people complain. Screw off, people. I'll be eating. <laughs> oh, they don't like the Yes, I mean, the there, there, there are sometimes some people who just literally are sort of triggered by the sounds of somebody eating. And then they comment on my videos, stop eating or... I don't care. <laughs> just... just it seems to me to be normal while people talk to also eat if yeah. they want to eat. I right? think so too. Yeah. And also isn't um what like ASMR that stuff trending right now? So That's what I was actually yeah. thinking of doing. Maybe just tagging the episodes where I'm eating as ASMR. Uh-huh. I don't know. Could get you more views maybe. Yeah. Might be. Uh-huh. But so, oh, okay, so I should yeah. back to that. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So this summer, um, I just ended up doing a uh, exchange, like a summer exchange thing in Copenhagen. Uh, it wasn't really my top choice. I kind of wanted like Southeast Asia or like Eastern Eastern Europe, but there weren't that many opportunities at my school for the summer. Wait, wait, wait. you are disappointed that you went to Copenhagen? That's a first. Yeah, slightly. I don't know because uh, Western Europe doesn't uh, interest me that much. Like you, spo- you spoiled kid what? from Canada. No, no, no. Like I prefer, you know, like maybe, uh, let's say, crustier countries. I'm not really sure what kind of word I'm looking That's for right now. That's one way to put it. But like, so I wanted like Russia or you know, like somewhere in the. I think you think you wanted Russia. Oh yeah. Until I go there, and then I'm like, fuck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was in Copenhagen. Really expensive. So you don't have to live Even like a whole Cana- for, for, for a Canadian expensive? Yeah, because um, uh, <laughs> I actually looked it up before going there, I think. Um, like, you know, on, on Numbio.com where you what? do like... Numbio.com like... Uh, it Numbio? Com- yeah. It, so uh, what's that? Sorry? What's that? Oh, pretty much um, it like compares cost of living between countries. And it actually told me that I pretty much needed the exact same amount of money to maintain the like the average standard of of living in Copenhagen mm-hmm. as you know in Toronto um, but uh, Copenhagen people have uh, like their purchasing power is like 22% higher than Torontonians or something so uh, you know like we well the purchasing like, if the purchasing power is higher then it, then it means it's good it's good right it's good for uh, Copenhagen people oh because I guess. they earn more yeah they yeah earn they more. earn more but everything's about just as expensive mm-hmm. um, but yeah it was cool like I met some well, like met some pretty cool people and then you know it ended my parents and I my parents came to visit me mm-hmm. um, we did Scandinavia uh, road trip and then you know I kind of thought well I'm in Europe and you know with like low budget airlines and everything mm-hmm. uh, Ryanair had a flight from Copenhagen to Kaunas uh, for only $23 which is ridiculously cheap it's like right. the cost of a meal so I just decided to take it because see that's the Canadian of you speaking $23 for a meal yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, but I never eat th- those um that those priced meals in Canada. I, I I try to stay low budget, you know. Yeah, but decided to take it because Baltic states are also ex uh, ex Soviet states, mm. which I think makes the history a lot more interesting for me personally. All right. And uh, yeah, so I just took it and I'll be going from here to I went from Lithuania to here and then I'll be in Estonia and then I'll be flying home 
after and it's to directly to Canada uh, no to New York because it's no. cheaper because it's more of a major destination I guess it's weird that you are concerned about um, expenses I thought Canadians are rich honestly uh, I did really yeah oh. I thought there, there are only what 30 million Canadians in the world yeah. right so yeah yeah Canada has such a big economy that it's pretty good spread out for everybody uh, Seems like that way. Yeah, I I guess like I don't, I don't the really last know. Canadian uh-huh. who was here. Uh-huh. He's traveling for I uh, no, I I don't I'm not sure whether or not he's traveling first class, but he's definitely going to to the business lounges in all the of the airports he's in. He has some cheddar. What? Wait, I actually checked out some of yours and like I was trying to spot the Canadian ones. Was it, I think it was, was uh, the, the French third, Canadian one. No, no, I think it was the third or fourth uh, episode. Oh, like eighty episodes ago. Oh my God, he must be like a well-established Canadian because I'm like he. He was a cool dude. He's yeah? a musician. Yeah. yeah. What? He was. Um, he's in business lounge. Yeah, he's. Um, okay. I remember he's telling me that he basically sold off several assets. He had some assets, sold them off, invested mm. them in some short-term money lending operations uh-huh. I like those collective uh, collective lending platforms mm-hmm. I don't remember the names of them um, and so yeah she says he makes uh, a fair amount of passive income he's just traveling uh, the world with his girlfriend wow okay staying in Airbnbs right yeah, but yeah. yeah when I see his posts on Facebook yeah business lounge in uh, whatever airport business lounge in this and then just sitting in some <laughs> nice chest. I can only dream to live like him. I don't know, cause uh, for me, like I'm 20, so student, hmm. and my parents are also just, um, you know, they earn. Okay, like I'd say we're lower middle class for Toronto. Um, lower middle class. Yeah. That's probably upper 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 middle class for the rest of the world, right? Uh, in Canada. Well, I don't know. In, in terms in of if you just. Take wages only, I guess. But considering Toronto's pretty expensive, I, is it? I don't. Yeah, oh, well, yeah the twenty-three expensive. dollar meal. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's not so cheap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also, um, I don't know. In Canada, like post-secondary education is not free, and generally, it's like business programs, engineering programs, computer science programs. Mm-hmm. Um, for bachelors, are really are extra expensive, just because I think maybe job prospects are better or like it takes more to recruit prof- uh, like profs mm-hmm. so mine is about twenty thousand dollars a year so i do want to that's travel. too much right yeah in general yeah you could google a lot of that thing that you learn right yeah definitely because i don't particularly enjoy what i'm learning anyway so what are you learning uh finance and economics that's a total stereotype for asians right Yes, which is why I'm numbers. disappointed in myself for going into it. Yeah, because your parents wanted it. Um. Yeah. They. They. Uh. Inc- they actually wanted me to be an accountant, which I refused what a, what to ever. What an ambition! Do. Oh, I don't know. I thought that that's too much. You know, like that's too following the dead Asian girl stereotype. You know, it's like selling your soul, kind of. Well, I no, think. it's it's sort of like you. What's what's the word? You are um, giving yourself up for the family, sort of, right? Uh, I don't know. I, I my parents definitely uh, they're Asian in some ways, and 
actually quite liberal in others. I don't think they would have minded if I went into something else, but they... So why didn't you? Because I actually don't know what else I would do, really, because I'm a pretty lazy mm. person, I would say. And, you know, I don't want to... Yeah, I don't know, like I wouldn't go into, you know, like pre-med things mm. because I don't want to go through that much school afterwards. And, you know, I... I, I think I would have liked to like study Russian or something, like do a language, but uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. I think I was pretty concerned about employability and everyone was you know, scaring me in high school with, uh, oh, if you go into this, you'll be starving in the streets. So if you go into this, you're not going to get anything. So I just kind of like by default, so I here's, didn't care. Here's, here's an impression for you about Latvia. Mm -hmm. For us, an expensive two tuition per year would be probably four thousand mm dollars -hmm. that's already ooh so much yeah so yeah you, there goes your twenty thousand you can actually learn finance in europe for cheaper right if you go to finland it's probably really well it's actually free uh for 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 foreigners as well i think so really like mm -hmm. but we don't pay taxes like international because where i'm from like international students pay three times the tuition really yeah because uh I guess it's a good way for the university to, to rake in revenue and also they don't pay taxes and like our universities are, are, are public still. So. I'm not sure, but I think because that's the reason why people go to Finland, Germany, because their education is free. Oh, what? How do they fund that? Mm, look, your, uh, the North American type of education is just too bloated. People uh. are sort of parasiting off of... <laughs> off of uh, um, students, right, and, mm -hmm. and putting those financial lives in jeopardy mm -hmm. because I think a medical student has like six figure debt by the time when they finish med school. It's probably true, actually. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. when it comes to America or North America, many things are great, finance is not one of them. Yeah, that parasitic capitalism. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have you been to France? Have I been to France? Yeah. I only went to Paris last year, but uh, yeah. Wait, why? That counts, right? Uh, it seems like a very just touristy thing to do, you know, like hit Paris for a few days and that's all. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that's because I think um, out of the European countries, I think the French are still the ones who like to to at least complain about the inequality of people. Oh. It seems, it seems to me during the globalization, people have really. Mm, left the topic mostly alone mm -hmm. right and just start uh, grabbing what they can mm -hmm. but i think french people still do sort of care sort of about, care. about the inequality but really i think well that's that's the impression i've got okay i'm not i'm not really objective when it comes to those things but yeah that's that's the impression i've got because yeah, i think uh, it's just sort of a lifestyle for them they don't want to be too What's mm, what would be the word wasteful? Mm -hmm. uh, small drive smaller cars, have uh, less uh, waste. Mm -hmm. These things, and yet still have a lot of riots. That's that, that's very interesting. I I haven't kept up too much with. Uh, well, the you know, Paris riots were, and the uh, the Green West after mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. Well, at least people in France like to riot. I'm not sure how much of them are real real French people. Because mm -hmm. France has a lot of immigrants. Yeah, yeah. Canada doesn't, right? Canada is pretty strict. 
strict with uh, riots and protests. With immigrants, right? Oh, 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 with immigrants? Oh, not at all. I think they're extremely my, lax. Because my relative wanted to get from Latvia to Canada. Uh-huh. He went there, but he didn't get a residence permit. So, the, so they... Really? Yeah. Um, Canada... They had to go back. I think... Re- that's very interesting. I, I, th- I thought it was, you know, the United States and, like, you know, a lot of Western European countries known for no, having like, think, very close borders. I think, I think even Americans cannot get in with uh, if they have a ticket, like like a parking ticket or something. Oh. I think I think Canada, if you just go from north, uh, from America into Canada, yes. But if you have some type of record, I think they're pretty strict. Oh, I would not know about that, but it seems to me that, you know, like Canada is the go-to destination for for immigrants. Like, I think I checked a net immigration or emigration for countries in Canada and Australia had, like, one of the highest in the world because they're, be. like, they just take everyone. I don't know. That's what it seems to me. I think they just have a lot of space. Yeah, there's a lot of space, but I don't know how much habitable space there is because I think 80% of our population resides within like 200 kilometers of the American border. If they can make Las Vegas uh, inside of the desert, I'm guessing you can you can make any place on the world habitable. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Because it's just a matter of time when, look, you are sort of from China. Mm-hmm. Chinese getting too much. Yeah. Right? A little bit too much. So they start exporting Chinese people. Well, it's an interesting way of putting it, yeah. But they do. Yeah. I'm telling you, for the past 10 years, and many times in the political debates in Latvia, one of the most uh, addressed concerns, Chinese will come to Latvia and then we'll get sort of, uh, you know, all take our jobs sort of way. Ah, uh, that's that's very funny. Because they did start coming, but they were mostly uh, um, golden visa buyers. You know the concept? No, I don't really know. Golden a golden visa a golden visa is so, sort of a sneaky way for a country to raise revenue by allowing foreign citizens to buy property or some val well some assets in in their country mm-hmm. and then get a residence permit because of that. Okay, that's uh, smart. I, I think I, guess. I don't know. It's just if you are in uh, some deep doo doo, mm-hmm. it's just some way of, of attracting some money. I guess, but not a long term strategy because they figured out, oh damn, those Chinese are really coming in, right? And then yeah, they just raised the stakes. Yeah. Ah, well, I mean, in Toronto, I guess um, you know how Chinese like Chinese people are like let's say on average getting extremely wealthy at least in the developed parts and Mm. yeah actually the housing prices in toronto and vancouver are absolutely ridiculous now because over the past few years chinese investors have been coming in Mm. and just buying up so much property and not living in the houses obviously and then selling them off at higher prices and it's just been you know hiking everything up by so much that locals can't afford things properly canada now has legal weed right Yes, with Trudeau. Yeah, I guess that might be related to that, right? With because the weed economy, the weed economy. Um, I think British Columbia was prosperous just because of the weed. I did not know that, but maybe I I haven't read about anything like that. But it was, it was some so. sort of uh, really really famous BC bud. BC right? bud. Yeah. What's that? Well, the the sort of ganja from British Columbia. 
And yeah, I think I think it was a major part of their illegal economy. Mm-hmm. And so when it got uh, legal, mm-hmm. they just exploded everywhere in Canada. Canada had a really really big weed economy. Huh. Yeah. And so now uh, American states are legalizing, sort of legalizing. Yeah, some of them are. Right. And uh, yeah, it's just a weird uh, time, I guess. That's very interesting. I I, I didn't know about the bud the what is it BC weed bud? bud BC bud yeah okay I will look into that after this then yeah well it depends on how much you are interested in weed there's no real there's no real concern for you in any way other than that <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah that's true or just to get to know more about Canada I suppose how how much Canada always oh, uh, I guess we left the topic of what's your impression of Latvia right oh yeah, yeah. um I don't know actually uh uh, before I was in Latvia, I was in uh, Lithuania, right? And I ran into some people at my hostels. And one girl who had been there told me that she really did not like it. And she said that it felt dead. So that's kind of what I was expecting. I was like, fun oh, man. Fact. Fun fact. Yeah. Lithuania has one of the highest suicide rates in the world. Oh, really? Hmm? Why, uh, uh, why, generally speaking? To be honest, I don't know, but I think they also have one of the highest alco- alcoholism rates. Uh, I don't know why, it's, it's, it seems weird. Because I always thought, I, don't, I always thought that countries who have a fair amount of dairy consumption mm-hmm. are pretty nice and, and comfortable. Because milk <laughs> makes you happier. Wait, really? Like, yeah, course, like I mean, scientifically? That, yeah, I mean, like it has hormones, it has uh, nutrients. Okay. I mean, it, it has organism building uh, material, right? Okay. Yeah. 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 Ah, they, r- really? Because I always thought. Well, take a look at uh, Scandinavia, right? Right. Some of the happiest people in the world. But I thought that was because of like the social welfare system and things like that. Yeah, but see, <laughs> that's the that's the egg <laughs> and uh, and the chicken sort of uh, way. If they consume a lot of dairy, it might get them a little bit more sturdy a little bit more uh work or uh, work what would be the industrious uh-huh so yeah okay that's that's an interesting theory yeah okay oh uh, but i did not know that about lithuania actually that's pretty tragic i guess because gen- generally you, you hear about uh, like japan or korea or india having the highest suicide rates because of overworking and stress and stuff like that like I th- I japan think it, i've heard yeah but korea Oh yeah, Korea is really bad. I think first or second in the world, last I checked, at least. Hmm. Yeah. Let's let's find out. Yeah. Highest suicide rates. Oh, we use Yahoo. Yeah. Oh. Is that common with Europeans? No. Or Latvians? No. Oh. I just like the, the way they mm, make those things appear afterwards, but I do use Google as well. <laughs> so what? Oh, what? Suicides by 100,000 people Guana, Lesotho, oh, Russia, what? Lithuania, Suriname, Ivory Coast, Kazakhstan Wow So we're South Korea, 10th I'm completely off then Oh, look at that, Latvia, 16th Wow, wait, yeah. why? Actually, Russia is, hmm Yeah, it's because I of Russia I think, I think Putin might be one one of the reasons, you know, he kills those journalists mm-hmm. and suicides them. 
Oh, right. Well, it's weird that it's it's weird that Belgium is in it, mm-hmm. with all the nice chocolate and waffles. Yeah, which should make them happier. <laughs> Japan, well, interesting. Thirtieth suicides by one hundred thousand people. Yeah, this this seems a little bit weird, but yeah, South America might be yeah. might be understandable. Yeah, where? Uh, so where is Sweden? 50th one, mm-hmm. 50, 51st. That's still not too down the list, actually. Well, I mean, how many countries are there? 200? Yeah. So, so it's already in the top. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, look at it this way. It's probably the 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 bottom of the list. What might be some really small small country with I don't know thousand people in it. Mm-hmm. Let's just see. Barbados. Barbados. Sure. Why not? Ah, it's all like tropical countries. That's funny. Like well, but this seems a little bit weird. I wouldn't probably want to live in any of those countries. Yeah, serious all the way down. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah that's like it's a, bit it's a little, it's well. a little bit, yeah. Ex- I don't know. Oh, 2019. Um, so Ooh, yeah, among, Lithuania for example, in 2000, not. among the top five are the Eastern European countries: Lithuania, Russia. Guyana, South Korea, Belarus, Suriname, Kazakhstan. So yeah, they just it's it's about right. sort of yeah. corresponds with the Wikipedia. Yeah, so depressing. This is just depressing. Yeah, it is. South Korea is quite dark as well. And but I think they just don't have enough statistics for all of, all the countries. Mm-hmm. Th- these might be just the best statistically um, observable countries. That is here. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. that, that's the that's the weird thing about Lithuania. Mm-hmm. And oh, alcoholism. <laughs> I should see alcoholism. I'm I'm ex- like alcoholism or just alcohol uh, consumption by uh, per per capita. Mm, good question. Let's first try alcoholism countries. List of countries by alcohol consumption. Statistics by country for alcoholism. Uh, highest alcoholism rate because if you just take uh, alcohol consumption then just all the beer drinking people yeah. will get in first There'd be a lot of European countries yeah. on that this is a weird web page heaviest drinking in the world Belarus Ooh. Lithuania yeah. third wow. Moldova Russian Federation, Romania, yeah, uh, seems legit. That sounds about well. Right. I don't know about Belarus. Belarus people are quite nice. Really? Yeah, surprisingly nice. I heard that they're essentially just Russians. No. You would like to think that, yeah, but uh, I think generally speaking, they yes, yeah, sort of are nationalistic, and think of themselves as, as separate from Russia. But yeah, Moldova depressing Lithuania I don't know why Russian depressing Romania depressing yeah even though Romania is in the European Union Romania and um, what's the other uh, what's the neighboring country Romania and Bulgaria Bulgaria exactly 
Yeah, just a lot of crime, a lot of poverty. Mm. I didn't so, know that money was that bad. Hmm. It's quite depressing. Not, not as in Canada, eh? Ah, uh, um, Canada, Toronto. If you go downtown, there's that. Uh, you'll I think the it's like a bit more than what you see around Riga. I, yeah, but I was actually surprised by the like size of Riga and how touristy it is. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, yeah, actually, um, and I actually like in in terms of uh, uh impressions of uh, Latvia, I really like Riga actually. Um, like Vilnius, I thought was quite cute, and I already thought I quite liked that. Um, but then came here, and I've always preferred like big cities, and Riga is like the most populous city of. Like within all the three Baltic states, right? I'm not Trump. Oh, okay. I'm not Trump. But um, yeah, it has um, like the old town is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, but you know they have like a, they have all the very nice European architecture and they have like big city vibes, which I quite like actually. What do you consider a big city vibe? Big city vibes. Um. Because last. Huh. Last time, last episode. Mm-hmm. The girl from Russia told us. But you don't even have metros. Oh, you don't? No. Well, we have oh. just trains. Oh, you have a... Oh, just regular like train. a trams or trains? Trains. Oh. The old Soviet-style trains. Ah, okay. That's that's pretty cool, I think. I actually also think that way. I'll, I think it's nice-looking retro Me too. Uh, trains. Yeah, and I yet also... They, and yet they plan to spend almost like 10% of the GDP... Uh-huh. Just to get some new trains mm-hmm. seems ridiculous. Get to get some uh, get some Wi-Fi going or something. It's not true. Transportation super political. I don't know. For me, like I don't really think uh, tr- the transportation system plays that much into how I like whether I see a city as like big big city or anything. Because New York City, which I really love, like their transportation system is. I'm pretty sure. Last I remember, not that like high tech and sleek and you know new it's still also like a train system and not so much like a metro mm-hmm. from from what i remember obviously i you know can't recall too clearly because i went there like 10 years ago with my parents mm-hmm. but yeah like i also like the retro style like trams here and stuff like that and it's more just maybe how wide the streets are and how it's kind of bustling there's like a lot more traffic um, than in Vilnius, it's just, it's just I just keep comparing to Vilnius because that's where I was last. Sure. And yeah, buildings seem higher. You know, there's a lot more. Uh, just, I like that style. That's yeah. why I would like New York as well because they have yeah. compact and tall buildings near, and so it's it looks kind of cool. Yeah, I think it does too. Yeah, and everything's pretty concentrated here. I think it's not like uh, super sparse. Like everything. There's just always something everywhere, at least when I was walking around today. Mm. And yeah, I think it's it's pretty cool. And uh, I feel like it's somewhere I wouldn't get bored, like if I were to live here, at least. But that's just my impression. I don't know you would exactly. Be, you would be still, if you would imagine yourself in 10 years, you would be still living in Toronto? Uh, I would hope not. I don't particularly like Canada. Um, what? Yeah, I really wanted to get out for a university, but... Uh, but Canada made you... What you are. Oh, and I don't like what I am. So, no thank you, Canada. You mean you know? as, as a... Come on. You are... You are playing into the nice Canadian role almost perfectly. So How? That's, 
because you are really, really friendly, polite, right? That's really Canadian. I think Can Canadians are probably always say, I think probably the Netherlands is probably the best country in the world. I mean, Canadians might be the best people in the world. No, that's just a stereotype. Canadians are absolutely cold, figuratively and literally. I think growing up there, that's what I think. Yeah. Well, cold in what sense? Because uh, here's the thing: I've been to, for instance, Germany, mm-hmm. and they thought of themselves impolite, right? And I was like, "You are impolite." <laughs> so what am well, what am I? Right? <laughs> so it's just that there's no real objective um, criticism from from the people who are criticizing themselves. That is true. And I, and I also never liked Canada, like ever since I was young. So maybe I'm biased in thinking Canadians are cold or unenjoyable. But I, but like, uh, I, I think Americans are, are very friendly. I don't know, like people love to shit on America about everything, but I really prefer it over Canada in most ways. Really? Yeah, except for maybe not having health care, but you know. But when, when Trump came into power, Mm-hmm. I think they crashed to the Canadian immigration agency's site, right? Uh, oh, yeah, right. yeah. Or, or at least there was like a huge boom in uh, Google searches for how to immigrate to Canada and mm. stuff like that, yeah. Um, I don't know. For me, who is in... Pa- I don't know. Like, it's still everyone I know. Everyone who's extremely successful or smart or makes it always goes off to the States, like all my friends in Canada. Because you know? they are dumb, right? Well, they are dumber than Canadians, so you can just exploit them, right? No, no, they're all extremely smart and capable people. It's because everything in, is in... In America? In, in America? In the United States? Like, you, like people being... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Like, I really? mean... Because the stereotype is the dumb American. Yeah, but, the, but that's because... always a stereotype. Yeah, but the, I mean... The ignorant, uninformed... American who doesn't know anything, who cannot do anything, who's sort of lazy and fat. That's the American way of life. That's Canada too. It's just our population's one tenth of theirs. So you of have course hockey. numerically You have hockey. I think you have tall big people in Canada. <laughs> we we also have a lot of fat people. I think our obesity really? rate we're in terms of obesity rate rank, we're only like Four, five, pl- like two, three, four, five places behind the U.S. and Mexico. Yeah. Difficult to say because the Arabs have taken over. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think but. I think Kuwait is the uh, fattest country in the world. Really? Last yeah. time I remember, it was like one of the islands, like Fiji or something, and then it's usually How like Mexico and United States, and then Canada is like sixth or seventh. Most overweight country. Top fattest countries in the world. United States, United States, ten. It's only ten now. Nine Mexico, eight oh. Qatar, seven South Africa, six United Arab Emirates, right. five Jordan, four Egypt, Belize, Saudi Arabia, and Kuwait. Ah, I have no idea. I guess it's not that this. It's not that North American. It's not well, that North America's gotten better. It's the rest of the world's gotten worse. Because uh, what uh, North America does best is to export their poison to all of the world. Mm. And so, yeah, they brought uh, all those things, uh, all those uh, food chains to yeah. those to those uh, newly rich sort of countries. Yeah. Right. And yeah, they're getting so big. 
I mean, it's it's a sort of a funny way. You get wealthy, and then you basically die, right? Because because yeah. they are just becoming, th- they're sort of like the victims of their own success. Yeah, yeah, that that happens quite a bit, actually. Um, but I mean, you know, it's I think you just have to know how to control yourself. Because I mean, Korea and Japan are also great economies, and I think South Korea. Achieved mm. its success in the in the recent decades, and I'm sure they have a fair amount of like fast food chains there. But I think it's in the culture to just. I think America is the best you know. country in the world because it has probably the most freedoms in the world. Yeah, that's that's right? fair. Yeah. No other country has so lax uh, gun laws, huh. right? Free speech, uh-huh. all of those things. But yeah, it didn't come easy. I mean, they they Pain really made it. some um, revolutions and made made some killings. To get it going yeah. but yeah, yeah I mean I don't re- see Canada wasn't even in the top 10 uh, but <laughs> I'm sure it's in the top 20 I I would say yeah I guess if the in, United in the States to- is 10th. I would I would imagine in the top 20 you could find probably most Western countries yeah yeah but I mean you only have like one but in Western the top country, 10 yeah. yeah in the top yeah. 10 it gets difficult yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean the the top ten surprises you sometimes. Often it's like, like a like small obscure countries. Like I remember a few years ago when I checked, it was like a bunch of the Pacific Islands, you know, like Fiji and stuff. I think work. you may. I think you mean that might um, be outdated though. I think you mean the countries with the most diabetes. <laughs> is that what it is? I think so. So most. Diabetes countries with the highest rates of diabetes Saudi Arabia, Solomon Islands, Guam, Mauritius, French Polynesia, Kiribati, New Caledonia, Nauru, Tuvalu, Marshall Islands. Yeah, you're right. Wait, how, how do you just know that? I'm a very informed person, I would say. All right, but I'm but I'm just consuming a lot of information on a daily basis. So uh, even though I'm not looking for that information, it sometimes somewhere it pops up. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a oh, interesting mm-hmm. well, sort of that moment. Like Lithuania having one of the highest suicide rates in the world, kind of thing. It's yes, like a random yes, fact yes. that comes up somewhere. Yeah, because you know yeah. sometimes it's literally some I don't know HBO documentary mm-hmm. or a Vice mm-hmm. piece, and then they just mention something. Oh, really? Hmm. That's pretty cool. Do you go on Reddit a lot then? I've I've heard of Reddit, but I'm not really familiar with it at mm-hmm. all. I just know it's a forum type of webpage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like like I'm an wa- information. I'm wondering why is is it so popular? Because I'm uh, what I understand, it's quite popular. Yeah. Um. I mean, I use it, and I like I'm a lurker, but I think it might be so popular just because it has a lot of sub communities. So it's like a good way to uh, find com- communities that cater towards your interests and have but them all compiled in one like page as well. What's the purpose? To have just a chat room or? Uh... Um, not. It's like an information sharing kind of forum. You know, it could be like useless, cute things, or like world news, or like legal advice pages, or any like or like anything like that. And I guess 
You know, it's still, like... Still, it's different. I mean, if I would have some questions relating to a topic, I would just Google and um, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But I guess, like, you, 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 you can ask questions on Reddit and maybe they have, like, specific communities dedicated to such topics. Oh, I guess in, uh, so. in uh, Europe, they also use Ask FM. Still? I haven't seen anything from that site in years, actually. Me, me neither, but I haven't really followed them. I just know that it turned out that the owner was from Latvia. Really? The I think, cre- I think he sold the it founder? For, I think he sold it for 200 million euros or something like that. Really? I did not know that. Because I searched up famous Latvians and I don't think he turned up, but that's cool. Well, I think he it's was just cool. a Russian dude. Oh, from, oh, well, sort of. Sort of. Might, it might be a Latvian citizen, but you never know mm-hmm. whether or not they even speak Latvian. Ah, okay. Really speak Latvian, I mean. Uh, do, do you speak Russian as well as Latvian? And Because mm, your door sign has some Russian on it, so I was out, oh, but that's probably for your guests. Yeah, because yeah. those those people rarely do speak English. Okay. That's, a, that's, that's why I'm saying you. Th- I think you think you want to go to Russia, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's just... A big contrast from Canada, for sure. That's what I'm looking for, though. But maybe I'm just saying that because I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. It's like, we'll never it's know like, until it's, I go. It's like you've been so comfy that you want to be uncomfortable. Uh, Sounds like it. Maybe, but what I don't like about Canada isn't... Like, I know it's it's cushy, and that's why. Like, it's a it's safe really, haven and it's, stuff, yeah, it's right? Yeah, probably great. Yeah, but um, it's not really why I dislike it it's more I don't like like ever since I was young I never liked the mentality uh, and culture of Canada but see that's what I mean you are the product of Canada right you are quite nice as a person so that's because of Canada not because of you your genetics no I would say that's parenting parenting in Canada but no uh, Chinese parenting no Chinese parenting is totally way off probably no, Ch- no. Chinese parenting in China is more probably way off. <laughs> how else would you uh, explain those uh, public uh, uh, defecations oh, happening no. in China? Hmm? That's hmm? because that's China has too many people and, you know, obviously you'll have more fucked up people. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the mentality is sort of attached to it. It's like going to Brazil and wondering why people are more willing to get laid or get shot. Right? Because of the favelas, all of those poverty-stricken regions and those weird, weird social dynamics. Whereas in Canada, everybody's in probably paradise. Mm, I don't... Yeah, well... Does, does Canada really have poor people? Like, poor, poor people? Because uh, yeah. I remember, I remember, once had a, 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 a U.S. dude here, and he we were talking about average salaries, and he explained to me, well, if you are, um, I think he was mentioning thirty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. If you are below that, you are considered all, all, all on the poverty line. Mm, yeah, yeah, that's. And I told him, right. dude, if I would have thirty thousand per year, I would be top. Middle or even upper class in Latvia. Yeah, but and, you, and so things we, are cheaper here, no? And so we compared the, the, the expenses. Oh, okay. And at that time, it was uh, gasoline was 
I think three times uh, more expensive in Latvia than in America. Really? Yeah, oh. we compared because they uh, uh, had their prices in gallons, mm -hmm. in liters. But yeah, we figured it out, and it was definitely uh, more than twice oh, in Latvia. Okay. More expensive. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. And I, th I, th I think uh, Americans are fairly um, well wasteful in general when it comes to the consumption. When, oh, it comes, yeah. when it comes to the efficiency of heating buildings, yeah. all of those things. So yeah, that's yeah. that's sort of. I mean, weird. Canadians are, are are also very wasteful in, in sort general. of yes. Yeah. That was the sort of heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's uh, again rates. that's that's the wealth spoiling you. Yeah, it's disgusting. Which is why, like, I don't it's think not my disgusting. I mean, look, don't, I think it's don't quite disgusting. If you don't know anything anywhere, anywhere else, it's just normal. Mm, no, I mean, just I don't think you. I don't think ignorance is like a good excuse. You know. Well, yeah, the pursuit of knowledge would be a noble one, for mm. even for wealthy people. Mm, yeah, I don't know. I I just think. I mean, European countries are also like many European countries are quite wealthy, and I don't. Th I mean, I don't know, but just my general impression is that they don't seem to be as wasteful and consumerist trash as uh, North America is. I think, relatively speaking, America is more uh, wealthy because it's weird. Ah, uh, but there's like huge wealth disparities. So I don't know, like maybe average. It's weird, yeah, because the wealth gets you different things in different regions. So, um, yeah, to be sort of middle class in America, I think, gets you more than being middle class in, let's say, Germany. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Okay. You can get a lot of more stuff because it's more cheap. It has more uh, GMOs or whatever in it. So it, it's, it's a lot of cheaper. You can consume more. That's, consume. That, that's what I'm... I'm getting sort of it, but yeah, I mean, people. If you ask me, wealth is good, but the perception and the the what's the the sense of of proportionality is somehow crucial. Because, like you said, uh, the real estate expenses in uh, Toronto getting sky high. Mm -hmm. It's because people have too much money. I don't have any any clue how to use it, so they just buy up the things that are already existing. So if more money goes to the same things, the same things get sort of more expensive. But it doesn't benefit uh, the majority. No, no, of course not. Yeah, no. and yeah. I think that's why, if I'm not mistaken, I think France has, or at least Germany definitely has recently put up um, rent barriers. Sort of the maximum rent you could ask. Ah, uh, like uh, price ceilings or something price like ceilings, that. Price yes, Something yes. like that, right? Uh, yeah. But I think they sort of work formally, but not effectively. Uh-huh. Because developers could can just sort of try to maneuver yeah. around them. You'll just have more like, okay, what, black markets, I guess? Or like shady Maybe. things, and like also, shady deals and taking also, place. And also, yeah, you... put more expenses on other items, sort of. Yeah. 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 And like enforcing all of that and stuff like that, yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. yeah. So greediness bad, but uh, the um, the North American way of life good. If you, if if you ask me. The North American way of life. Yes. Is, is good. In general, in general, I think Canadians and Americans in general are quite uh, friendly people. 
Not really, not really too concerned about uh, other countries for sure, but ah, they're ignorant. Quite yeah. concerned about uh, spreading their influence, because Canada is one uh, strategic country for Latvia as well. Is it? Mm. In uh, what way? Well, I guess nowadays you could say uh, militaristically, because Canada leads the. Uh, what's it called? Well, it leads the uh, Allied Brigade in uh, Latvia. It means that every six months, I think 600 Canadians rotate. Canadian soldiers oh, okay. ro rotate. Like coming in and out. Yeah. Uh, and they, they, they are living in the biggest base in the country. So yeah. I didn't know that. Well, that, that that's very interesting. Sort of, but then again, it's probably related to just some economic interest as well. Because um, Canada, a couple of years ago, was starting to get interested in um, Latvian natural resources. Oh, okay. And so start, they started initiating different things directly with the with the top of government. It's not like they went to the agencies or anything. They just went top to the government. And yeah, and then just oh yeah, we need to do this. We we need to do that for the investors, right? Canadian investors. So mm, all right. Hmm. So I think Latvia. I think <clears throat> Canada has Latvia in its pocket. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. I really do believe that because it's uh, it's it's never been uh, the way that Latvia can um, force its will on bigger uh, on bigger countries, right? But yeah, it seems to me that. Canadians are probably corrupting some Latvian politicians to get things done. Really? So Canada's not imagine. as nice and clean as it seems? Well, don't get me wrong. I would say all politics is basically just sh a charade to mask some um, animalistic impulses, sort of. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not... It's not a rocket science, right? Mm -hmm. Why pol politicians act in a way... Because they, they or their sort of uh, closed group of, mm -hmm. of interests benefit it's not like they there are only a few probably exceptions mm -hmm. I don't know about Trump he might be but I'm not sure what are uh, Latvians general impressions of Trump actually I don't know if, the, if most Latvians even consider him at all because it's not it's not like we follow American news it's of course something that gets uh, told in the new in the news sometimes or, or some publications. But yeah, we are more concerned with ourselves. We are we are fairly vain and selfish. Oh no, that's understandable. Okay, that's interesting. How like it's not like his every tweet or his every speech makes it as a huge news article here because that's how it is in Canada, you know. In Canada. Yeah, Why? like um. I don't know, at least a lot of the articles that I get in my feed or whatever are all concerned, like many of them are I think Donald Trump, because I, I only recently got the phone. Before that I had a nine-year-old phone, so Instagram didn't work, Twitter didn't work on, on it. And um, when I got that phone and installed um, Twitter, I think Donald Trump was the first person I followed. <laughs> Either it came up. Or I just just thought of him because I I know all right yeah Donald Trump uses Twitter, and then I sort of recognize yeah probably nobody else uses Twitter anymore. 
Yeah, it's a it's, bit of an old person thing. It's like a dying medium. Yeah. Seems seems like it. Facebook is still in use, but for older people. Uh-huh. And the new generation basically just uses Instagram, I guess. Yeah, which I, I can't get used to that because I pretty much only use uh, Facebook. I don't kind of don't quite I don't quite like Instagram culture I guess if you, if you know what I mean it's it's very um it's just because it seems like all the influencers are concentrated there and I yeah, yeah, you know influencers are just it's, monetized it's, narcissists it's, yeah, it's great no? for marketing but yeah. I think I think so I, don't I like think the, I think marketing will save the world really yeah yeah because I it's it's sort of uh, um it's sort of a double-edged sword in some ways, right? Because it means that somebody might try to manipulate somebody else. But in general, when it comes to commercial interests, if some people are willing to put in the time and resources to figure myself out better than I have done <laughs> myself, hey, go go ahead, do that. Know before I even know what I want. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That's fair. They're providing. They're making what you didn't know you needed more accessible and available yes, to you. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and that would be probably the best if they just know. Oh, by the way, we have this on sale, and we know you like it. Oh, yes, yeah, sure, I do. <laughs> right. But now I will. I still have to go to the grocery and oh, look at look at this, half the price. <laughs> yeah. But I think Instagram isn't just like. Like a lot of the marketing that's done isn't for well, like practical like, things that it's that a lot of you, that, it's a know, lot of boobs want. and ass. Yeah, but I think that is what moves products. Mm, okay. Or at least gets money, changing exchanging uh, hands. Yeah, that's what gets money moving, right? Yeah. But but I think a lot of the products being promoted are also very like it's very just. That's too many cosmetics. Too much. You that's know. That's why. That's why I don't like um, yeah. China and India. China and India. Yeah, because they, cause they are quite strict on um, nudity. Mm, yeah. yeah. Which is just silly. I mean, <laughs> the, the countries who shag the most are c- br- sort of c- concerned about nudity. Weird. Do they shag the most? Maybe India still. Well, if, I think yeah, China somehow, so much. somehow they managed to be the most populated countries ah, in the world. Okay, yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, either that or just the least use of rubbers uh, in the world, right? Cuz you never know, maybe maybe it's just uh, for them like, hmm, do I eat do I buy a bowl of rice today or do I get a get a, get a Durex? No, no, I'll I'll take the rice. It might be that. I maybe. Don't know. I mean, may, maybe they shaked a lot back then, but like China's population pyramid is like this now. So, you know. Is it though? Um, it should be, but you know, maybe it's just the one child policy and like what? It's like a two child policy thing now. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I don't know if they had some real repercussions if you had more than two. Um, uh, there were i'm pretty sure like i had a like i have a friend who also immigrated the same time as like the same age as me but uh apparently when she was like one or two mom got pregnant in china and you know she had to abort it Mm. um because you know if you do have the kid at least this is what i heard from my parents um like my mom had a government job like she worked in a university when we were in china and she said that you know job would be gone be 
Yeah, yeah there are some yeah, there are some some yeah. sanctions, but yeah. in general, I, I guess people would, could be fine if you had the money and connections. I I think you could definitely yeah like find a way to not suffer from that. Yeah, but in a collectivist society, I guess it's not the norm. Maybe. Yeah. But that was that was probably a smart move for your, for your parents to come to Canada. Uh, I don't know. My, I think we were better off in China. But you know, th- there are like many. Oh yeah, yeah. Like my family was much better off in China. I don't know anything about your family, but I highly doubt that. Really? Why? Again, it's the it's the Canada, the land of the human rights, and China. Mm-hmm. The land of uh, not so much human rights. Right, but we're not really... The thing is, I think there are huge mix, uh, misconceptions about China in like the day-to-day no, life no. of normal when Han I, people, when at I, when, I, when, I, when I first uh, thought we were going to meet, uh-huh. I thought, if this girl's from China, yeah, uh, it might not be worth it. Then, then, then you spoke like a Canadian, and I thought, oh yeah, alright, good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you wait. I'm totally racist against uh, Chinese in the sense. Okay. Uh, that's. Well, I mean, that's for, not uncommon. Or, I guess. Or, or culturalist. Maybe I should go because you are sort of Chinese as an ethnicity, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, you're definitely not Chinese culture. I'm giving you that. I mean, I've had people from China, for instance, here sitting and getting stressed because they didn't want to uh, address some uh, topics. Oh, yes. Oh. Yes. Well, I wouldn't know. I mean, the thing is, I'm of course because you're Canadian. Yeah. yeah, but I, I, I'm not so informed on China in no, no, general. No, no, but I'm not talking about really facts and figures. I'm speaking. Of, so, what's your own mind? What's your own opinion? What's on your mind? Oh, and they want. They didn't want to express it. They had it. They told me I could do it on off air. Mm-hmm. Right. So I said, No, no, dude, that's silly. <laughs> that's just silly. Come on. Nobody's watching this. <laughs> oh, no, do you okay. really believe that in a in a country with 1.5 billion people now somehow they just figured out my little show or on the internet? Come on, man. Okay, that's. But his was a, yeah, it, it was his concern. That's interesting, but there's definitely a lot to criticize about China. But like when I say that we were better off there, mm-hmm. is that you know my parents had much nicer jobs they didn't have to work as long hours as they do in canada they could they could have retired much earlier so what do your parents do or what did they do um back in china my dad had his own business like a pharmaceutical or like research kind of thing Mm -hmm. he did because he did uh i think molecular biology in university Mm -hmm. and my mom was like like a dentist in a university um and you know like pretty good income pretty stable um, and you know, the main thing for my mom is that all of her family, like all of our family is there. So I think she feels pretty lonely here and her mom was really sick and you know, she couldn't really take care of her after we immigrated to Canada, obviously. So it, it, it's, it's like not just about, um, like the money and maybe human rights and all that. It's also just like personal things that, mm-hmm. you know, they would have been better off there and um, you know, I think maybe they had more of a life there because, you know, after immigrating, um, my mom, uh, 
it, it's it, like it was a big hassle to set di- like settle down and now that I think about it we probably were pretty not well off when I was younger like when we just immigrated like my mom had to go back to school in Canada mm-hmm. while she was pregnant with my sister so that was probably not very comfortable and quite stressful for her and then you know uh but they immigrated because of you right probably yeah so smart move there's a guilt there now but your parents are smart cookies no but i i don't know if it's worth it for them you know for them no i mean but that's but that's the asian way of life to what's the what's the word i'm looking for to sort of give everything up for the for your family for your children i don't know it's just sacrifices Mm. (laughs) to sacrifice everything yes to sacrifice your personal uh, well-being for your children. Yeah, but I don't know. I think it's not like I'm doing anything extraordinary in Canada either. And you I being could, Canadian, that's uh, extraordinary enough. Not at all. I mean, I do like the passport because if I grew up in China, I'd have to get so many visas to do the traveling I'm doing right now. But, um, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm mediocre in Canada, unfortunately. Because I have bad work ethic. Um, what but does I, that mean? What like does being that mediocre? Mean? No, no, bad work ethic. What does that uh, well entail for you? Uh, Do you work 10 hours per week or something like that? No, bad work ethic, just uh, like no self-discipline, if you know what I mean. Like even though I'd want to, it's like no... Well, you yeah. are Canadian. Congratulations. Some lazy fuck. What? Congratulations, you're Canadian. You are a Western woman. That is not necessarily good. That's what I don't like about Canada. People are, generally speaking, very like delusional and easily satisfied with themselves and proud of their accomplishments when their accomplishments are but, nothing special. But it has to be that way. It's You cannot overwork your mind, your body, like they do in many other countries who are concerned, oh yeah, we need to do more, export more, produce more. No! stop for a moment you have only 24 hours a day you'll die pretty soon trust me right so why not enjoy yourselves you you have to find a balance that's for sure mm-hmm. but you don't want to be a total mess just hanging around like uh, i think many many uh, uh south or countries in the south do in the south of europe have you heard or of the stereotype that if the climate is nice, uh-huh. the people tend to be more lazy uh, because like, they don't like have the Mediterranean to, because they yeah. don't have to really provide for shelter for the winter or anything like that. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not really biased against ethnicities, but I'm definitely biased against cultures. Mm-hmm. I think there are cultures who are better, you know, mm-hmm. cultures who are just way off. Way yeah, off. yeah, that's fair. And so, so fair. what I've seen so far is that yes, Asians do. Uh, a lot of sacrifice they are willing to do a lot of sacrifices at least those asian asians who are willing to emigrate and and find a, a better better life mm-hmm. and when it comes to sort of american or north american born asians i think they have won the lottery really yes because they are ethnically still a part of the biggest community in the world Asians right but yet all their culture is from the from the 
local region in, in North America. So it's the best of both worlds almost. I don't think being of Asian descent is a... Uh very beneficial at all is it like in the states or in a, but, well, I guess like it depends. affirmative action if but if you're, you're a woman really but if you're it. a woman i think it's pretty beneficial asian women oriental women women are pretty popular popular in just in general as as women i, I don't know for me i think the asianness doesn't help because what 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 i care about is like job prospects and like uh, a- academic admissions and stuff like that and then affirmative it action sound in the that states you are really interested in it if you say you are quite lazy it doesn't sound like you would be interested in that sort uh, of uh, field for the rest of your life but just because i'm uh oh I, i'm not saying i want to go into academia i'm mm-hmm. saying like in terms of schools that i can get into like just because i'm lazy and i'm aware of my terrible work ethic doesn't mean that I wouldn't like to have certain things or achieve certain things, if you know what I mean. But you also have the option to seek alternative ways to getting those things. If you're you just mean, like, speaking about ways. means to, to an end, there are probably many means to the same end. I don't know. I think I'm more talking about like affirmative action and getting into like prestigious American schools. Do you want to get into... uh, I would have loved to. Really? Why? Because it's... The academic experience is different, you know? Like, sure, a portion... I think it's just uh, some old-fashioned belief. Oh, with, like, school name and stuff? I want... Look, I'm not... I think I'm not... uh, I haven't met any prestigious school graduates, Mm -hmm. but I would be willing to compare them to myself and probably just feel comfortable either way. Yeah, I don't think so. Because there's nothing that you wouldn't be able to Google anymore. Oh it's, yeah, it's not, it's not like you could. Yeah. Th- there's a there's a chance that you might have some knowledge prior to me acquiring that knowledge for a certain uh, topic, but that doesn't count as being. It's not worth the hundred thousands of whatever they pay for the tuition. Ah, yeah, but you know, like a lot of the really good private institutions have huge endowments, and lots of students can just get there on. Uh, need-based financial aid like it's expensive but if you need the money many of the institutions can provide it oh sure sure yeah yeah it's always the case yeah so i like um i just think going to like a school like that you know sure everything can be googled and sure you can just go to like a normal school at home that costs less and you could excel still as a student if you put enough work because what because what you want is ambitious and motivated people yeah because it's like the student body which i'm sure there are still piece of shits in there but like generally speaking you know you have like the top 0.1 percent of students in america mm. around you and the faculty is amazing and the opportunities that could be offered are also different so yeah, and also just having the name on your resume th- that's what i'm saying the that's, job the opportunities. Old, that's the old-fashioned way of thinking right that's your resume plays a role that that your contacts play a role but in, do they not it, i think realistically they, they, they probably well no. they probably are, are playing a role but it, it changes i mean the 21st century brings a lot of changes either also not just technologically but also socially so uh, i think it definitely will change in the near future because i think academics are pretty dumb people in general <laughs> Honestly, I mean, a lot think, of academia is bullshit, yeah, I've heard, I th- but... I, th- I think there, there is a point where there's no real... Mm, 
there, there's no real potential for you to excel intellectually you have to put you have to sort of transform what you already know into something that you already could be able to do or perform or do something with it to have just knowledge for knowledge sake is just a waste of time and yeah. I think uh, a lot of academics are just wasted lives interesting well it, it yeah, seems I mean, to me that way I'm not yeah. I'm not saying they're bad people in general mm-hmm. but I'm saying they are either too scared of life or because I mean, of course there are sometimes <clears throat> things you might be so interested in that academia is all, all, almost all the only way to actually pursue that interest mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I think most of them are just educated uh, job safety seekers <laughs> that's fair that's not an unfair thing to say and that's and what I uh, would like to see actually that the uncertainty become becoming more of a um, more more of a, more of a motivator for people to actually don't don't sit on their ass right mm-hmm. it's just all right well, maybe we can do it better today or maybe tomorrow right some uh, even a small nudge even just a small step forward right mm-hmm. but yeah the, the, those when you see somebody getting complacent you know it's over for them that's most Canadians for you complacency is huge there but what do you mean with complacency because if you just uh, know what you need to do to get um, enough for you to be comfortable mm-hmm. and then the rest of your time you just spend enjoying yourself mm-hmm. uh, entertaining yourself it's not really complacent is it so how does that make the professor situation different because you know they're like that's enough for them to be happy that's yeah yeah yeah. but see well the difference would be that the professor might have the option to actually influence the next generation in a major way and yet what he chooses is to probably just regurgitate the same curriculum and basically just just keep the status quo right but okay so they could so they've taken on like there's uh, no there's no real Socrates anymore, right? Who would be willing to die for for his uh, own beliefs, even mm-hmm. though it might not be popular, right? So it's more or less like, all right, so what? How I? What should I do to not get into trouble? What should I do to keep my job? What should I do, or what should I not do, mm-hmm. to to uh, to achieve all those things? But it's not a question. So how could I make those young people better than me? Right, because mm-hmm. he he should be actually a, a servant to the young people, right? Okay, like spreading his knowledge in a more effective if, way. If he's able to, yeah. If he's able, because some people might be good researchers and um, excel academically, but they might be terrible teachers or mentors. Mm-hmm. So I'm 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 thinking that it's just. Well, when it comes to the complacency part, I think, yeah, uh, I would agree definitely that probably most of um, the academic staff in Canada is complacent. Cause, but they are generally complacent people. It's just in, in all, all of the countries almost. It's, not, it's never any radicals going into universities to teach. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, but other than that, I think Canadians might be pretty dope. Really? Yes, yes. I mean, pretty dope. Wealthy. Educate fairly educated and uh, sort of fun loving. 
educated statistically. But maybe I'm just uh, guessing because of Drake. Okay. Right. Yeah, you have a good impression of Canada because of Drake. Why is Drake so popular? I I, I never got it. I don't either. know. Because he it's had just some. He's Canadian. Right? I liked I liked some of his music early on, but the rest is uh, I don't understand the music nowadays. Yeah. But uh, again, it's marketing. It's not really related to the quality of the music. It's more related to the marketing, yeah. how you position yourself. So, I like the fact that it's working. But yeah, I'm, I'm not saying he's the next uh, Beatles or anything. Hmm. It's marketing. Know. So yeah, if you would ask me, mm -hmm. your best choice would be to go into marketing. Forget about the financials. Just marketing and you'll be fine. Ah, but I think uh, doing marketing in school is just learning bullshit for four years actually depends depends on what you learn but also what you are willing to try because i think marketing offers you a lot of options to try That's it, right. it doesn't really mean that you couldn't also uh, acquire the knowledge in those fields you are currently in mm -hmm. but it might mean that yeah you won't get the diploma for those top uh, for those uh fields but you actually know them so you actually can cater to their needs better than they can cater to themselves because they didn't actually uh, learn how to sort of look at themselves from the outside objectively it's sort of i think it used to be the case that after freud um sort of advertising became prominent and especially in the in america but i think nowadays marketing will just Again, I, th I think it will save the world. All all bad problems could be probably uh, erased with uh, marketing, better marketing. Hmm. So why are why are the Israelis and Palestinians fighting? No, not enough marketing. Um, because because marketing would be also the promotion of certain ideals. Beliefs, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's not really related to some type of factory-made product. It's more related to something that needs to be heard, something that might get people's attention. And yeah, marketing is... Because you know that Palestinians use smartphones, you know that Israelis use smartphones. So why are they still fighting with each other? Because they are all silly beliefs from the past. And so you need to wash their brains. Okay. Right? <laughs> right? But that's true, right? Because there's no real sort of efficient logic for their dilemma yeah that's that's true because it's no, only ba there, based there's no on, objective yeah based on mm -hmm. old like really old beliefs mm -hmm. so yeah that's that's what you're really going after yeah yeah just some maybe some real person saying something in 1000 whatever so yeah people base their whole all lives on of that, that silly but then uh I don't know who invented the smartphone, but uh, let's say Zuckerberg invented Facebook. Mm -hmm. All right, so all those things you can share ideas and see more nudity. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, no need to fight, right? <laughs> so yeah, I think naked women will uh, end all wars. Oh, okay. With better marketing. Hmm. It's uh, <laughs> just the way you phrased that, really. It's very funny. Okay. Because what gets, yeah. what gets, for instance, people aggressive, that they don't 
get what they would like to mm-hmm. get in, mm-hmm. a, in a primitive way, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Hmm. I have never thought of things that way. This is uh, pretty cool. Yeah. It's it's in Canada probably not that important to see something uh, as as um, related to marketing because you have all the industries already in place. I would imagine it's fairly easy to find something that you uh, know you want. Yeah. But then again, not well. Most of the world doesn't live that way, right? Mm. But you can start with uh, smartphones, internet, marketing, and yeah, get some naked chicks. Yeah, naked chicks which save the world. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> right? Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe it's because we have everything is so easily access- accessible in North America. That's why we're consumerist trash, which I dislike. What do you mean? What do you mean with consumerist trash? You like comfort, comfort, right? You like living comfortably, in a sense, right? You wouldn't like to, let's say, if you would arrive here, you would ask you, so where's the toilet? Oh, you need to go 100 meters outside. To the small, small little uh, uh, what's the what's shed. the clock? The shed, yeah, yeah, and then, and take this lamp with you, right? Because it has no electricity. Oh well, that's too extreme. I'm not. But it is not extreme. I mean, a, a, fair, a fair amount of people in the world are still living that way. Right, right. I mean, Indians. I, I remember, I remember, seeing a documentary. I think it was a documentary about. I think in Mumbai specifically. And they just poop in the ocean, grab the water, clean their butt, and go on their way. And they they take the shot from the uh, seashore. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of folks just squatting in the water, wiping their uh, ass with water and just going their way. And then somebody in the YouTube comments wrote, UN Super Nation 2020. <laughs> Oh shit! Yeah, because it's one of them. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not. It's not. People are quite primitive in many parts of the world. Yeah, it's just because I guess so the living situations standards aren't so great. Yeah, that's so why. Uh, that, that's why I say you are, you won the lottery by being Chinese ethnically and North American culturally. You won the lottery. I still don't you think the, Chinese you ethnically the human, is great. You, you won the human genome world lottery. If you say so, if you say so. But I don't think the Chinese... Not not that I dislike my roots yeah. or anything. Um, it's just I don't think being Chinese helps very much. Well, I'm not specifically uh, saying Chinese, but you are... Look, if I look at you, I don't think, hmm, Chinese. I say, oh, Asian. Mm, you might be, yeah, yeah, you might be from whatever, right? There are what three billion Asians. Don't get me wrong, but probably look all alike. Fair. There's less genetic diversity, I guess, in terms of because honestly, hair I, color and eyes. if you would have well, had said you are Japanese, I would have believed you. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's that's the truth. That's fair. Yeah, and so. That's why I say you won the lottery because you you are smarter than the typical Asian because you come from the uh, West and yet you look like them. 
so they know they will never suspect anything but that doesn't really help in the <laughs> west right because i'm well, in the west and i'm being chinese helps well it depends in the west i think it depends on whether or not you are more interested in one field or another field i think in the west you would be more constricted to certain fields where either asians excel or where they just like uh, asian women because that's a niche it's a very very creepy niche but okay in yeah. what way i mean there are niches for everything everything oh, in life. okay yeah yeah i guess like there's nothing wrong with having a preference that's what yeah. i mean yeah. yeah that's what i mean and when uh, when you speak about for instance marketing in general you could be easily a uh, face on some marketing poster easily because white people could relate to you right asian of course and even the black folks wouldn't mind <laughs> yeah that's what i mean but if you put a black lady on um hmm, i'm looking hmm, right so really of course but you would be able to relate to an, an asian face yes because you're white that's what, I'm, that's what I mean. I'm not really concerned about ethnicity. I'm related more to the either nature or nurture aspect of a human, right? Mm -hmm. And so you, as a nature, you have the ethnicity that's clearly uh, distinguishable from, let's say, a European one, right? It's clearly distinguishable. But you have the nurture from the European one. So, as a human being, you are better because you combine both both worlds in, in a better combination. Hmm. Never thought of things that way. Then I guess a European who why, has why, immigrated you, to You asked me why West. Drake is so popular. Maybe because his do uh, his dad is black and his mother is Jewish. Well, so he can relate to a wider audience. Maybe and he's from Canada. Know. You never yeah. know. Maybe he's uh, some Zionist on the law. Maybe. Wait, so wouldn't that make a European who has immigrated to the west the ultimate person a european who is immigrated to the west yeah no because europe and america culturally would be pretty similar in many aspects they are more synchronized i mean europe and america are the first world right mm. and asia is not so what would make so what would be different between like let's say a south american who's immigrated to the west and an asian who's immigrated to the west what would be different? Yeah, in, uh, the, in, South, in the South American your, uh, would be would bang more. Would would bang more? Okay. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, they are horny, those people. Speaking That's, from personal experience. Yes, yes, they are, they are different. They are different. I mean, I'm telling you, the, mm -hmm. but I, I'm not speaking about their genes. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking about the culture. Mm -hmm. Spanish people, Spanish uh, cultures, uh, Portuguese speaking cultures. They uh, Italian-speaking cultures. They are all about food and sex. It's nothing else. Nothing else. They are sort of tragic if you look at it from the outside perspective, because there's more to life than that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they are just so animalistic. They're so they're so primal. They're mm -hmm. really primal. I'm I'm not bullshitting. I'm I'm telling you as I see it. They are just primal. It's about macho culture. It's about sort of a posing it's about honor right whatever that is so yeah it's not about yeah i'll i'll 
I'll sacrifice myself so my children can go to a better school or, or yeah, I want to learn new things. It's not about that. It's about whether or not I can impose my will on some, uh, some uh, neighbor. Okay. Well, I mean, that's what I've seen. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, you know, Brazil is, what, 60 million people or something like that? So I'm not saying 60 million people are just one type yeah. of... But I'm saying generally, generally speaking, yeah. stereotype, stereotypically speaking, yes, those cultures, they are about food and getting laid. I'm, I'm That's my general impression just as well. The, just so. the, the, the 20% that makes the 80%, right? So, yeah, yeah, I would go with that. Mm-hmm. Whereas Asians, I'm not, I'm not so sure about their horniness. So I'm not sure what would be the combination there. But it would be different than the South Americans. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, Japan has one of the biggest porn industries, but I think they. I don't know if they have the biggest. I've heard that they have some. I've heard that they have some just really specific weird things that I've heard. But it's the same with Germany. But I think Japanese porn is like a pretty big, just like genre, right? Yeah, but uh, again, it's just a genre of porn because it's it's different. The same as as German porn is different. Uh, same as, yeah, I'm not sure whether or not there's more countries. Probably all of those European countries have some porn industries, but uh, I've heard that yes, Japanese porn is some somewhat unique, and German porn might be unique, but it's more related to pissing uh, and scat. Okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why scat, but yeah, that's because that's that's where they make the jokes, right? And uh, I think in South Park. Right when Cartman finds out his mom was in a German porno movie, <laughs> I haven't seen that. But you know South Park. I know I know of South Park, but but I've never. I think I it. think you could. I don't. I'm not sure whether or not. Um, let's find out if I play. If if the audio can be heard, look at that. It shows me. Uh, our episode is live now. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. That, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So so I remember that we are alive now. <laughs> uh, so Cartman finds out finds out mother porn. Cartman's mom in the porno. Oh, no. So whether or not my video will get flagged. We can use my dad's computer to call all the kids together. Wait, before we put a message out, do a search on the word clitoris. Oh, okay. Found eight million pages with the word clitoris. Wow! I'll just try the first one. You must be 18 to enter this website. Okay. Welcome to German sick fetish video. If you are under 18, do not. Well, okay. Du hast Scheiße gegen. Dude, it's a lady getting pooed on. Whoa! Is it Cartman's mom? Oh, very funny. Hey, it is Cartman's mom. Es mein Scheiße. Alrighty then. Ah, son of a bitch! Scheiße. Get out of here, Ike. You're too young for this stuff. Oh, no. What's she doing now? I didn't know Germans were into that stuff, but okay. I'm, I don't think there are. I mean, in, into piss, they are definitely into piss. Really? I, okay. Well, I mean, I'm not saying oh, that everybody oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah, 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 just like, just, but, it, yeah, yeah, in, but I've never heard of that stereotype even. Yeah, a piss? Yeah, yeah that's for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's more or less related to drinking too much beer. Maybe that, but also maybe to just being naturalistic. Mm. 
because uh, Italians like anal and Portuguese and yeah and all those south southern cultures like anal they like it in the ass Wh- so, why it's just some some weird regional what? thing I guess okay I, I've never heard of any of this but okay yeah oh yeah yeah and so but this cat thing I'm not really sure about that I, I, I just think they just they just exaggerated it into comedic effect yeah. but I think Brazilians like cats because you, you've, you've heard of the uh, the video what was it called two girls one cup yeah I remember coming across that when I was young yeah that's a Brazilian video yeah oh I didn't know that. And I I think they have a lot more of those. Well, look, it's it's sort of weird, right? Because, yes, there are some people who like the taste of shit. Hmm. Why that is? I don't know. Maybe maybe some infection with some parasites. (laughs) Because you never know, right? It might be literally some virus taking over the brain or something like that. You never know. Or maybe some people's uh, doodle really tastes good, <laughs> you know, because I would imagine if you if some person they only eats some nice juicy uh, fruit all their life, mm-hmm. how, ba- how bad couldn't the poop be, <laughs> right? You should do an experiment. No, no, I'm not, I'm not really, I'm and not really, yeah, yeah, so that interested in finding out. But yeah, I mean, it might be several reasons. Mm-hmm. Why there are people who like to film themselves pooping in other people's faces, mouths, or whatever. <laughs> See? Is this going to be allowed on YouTube? What? Just speaking about scat movies? Sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm it's not, fine. But I'm not sure about the clip from South Park. Oh, okay. Because if their algorithms are quite good, they should be able to detect the sound bite. I should be able to, to detect that, oh, this soundbite does not belong here. It should uh-huh. be the way. Because I remember I had some either video or something like that where it got flagged because it had a clip, an audio clip mm-hmm. from something else. But, but I uh, refused to give in because it wasn't an audio clip that was related to any property rights. It was a, sort of a creative commons type mm-hmm. of clip but yeah somebody else who had used that same clip in his own work was, i don't know if it happens manually or automatically but yeah it got flagged for my mine oh, okay so it's uh yeah just a balance you never know right okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> so right. yeah that's what i'm saying marketing might be the one uh field you would prosper in We'll uh, also as a human because you probably like psychology yeah 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 i think everyone does like mm. human psyche no. is always interesting no 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 it seems to be like a hobby knowledge kind of thing for a lot of people for a lot of women okay for those people who like to read horoscopes and, and stuff yes but uh, well <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong but usually and more than 80% of the shopping is done by women in the West. Oh, I wouldn't know those stats. Uh, yeah. More than 80% of the uh, tabloids are read by women. Probably. And I think yeah. more than 80% of the horoscopes are read by women. Probably. Probably. Yeah. And so, yeah, those are the same people who are more interested in psychology. Or so they think. 
Mm. Right? Because, yeah, I always wonder why fill mm. in the blank. Right? But mm. when it comes to marketing, it's just brutal, brutal honesty. So, mm -hmm. did it work or did it not work? If it didn't, so what could work? And just ever const constantly just feedback loops, feedback loops, uh, improving, improving. And so, yeah, I think you are sort of on camera and off camera capable because off camera, you come from the West. So you understand sort of the Western culture, the Western tradition and the Western mindset. On camera, you are really universal. Interesting. Well, mm. I'm trying to, yeah, explain what I see, right? When, uh -huh. when, when it comes to, uh, because I'm not a real expert on marketing in general, but mm -hmm. still, right, um, I would be interested, if you would ask me where I would see myself, then probably something related to marketing. Mm -hmm. Simply because it's just, everything is marketing. Right? That uh, is all, true now. The whole of life is marketing. Yeah. That... That is true. It's it's a pretty much like uh, trying to figure out every human's uh, like how to play with humans, I guess. No? Well, to their own benefit. Yeah. Ethical marketing, you can call it that. Ethical or... marketing. Okay. Because it's. I mean, it's really a big big difference. I mean, people who have been interested in advertising and selling products have improved our lives and so many ways we are we don't even recognize it mm -hmm. uh, it's just because somebody had the urge to get a commission from some sale because this, then something happened something got invented something got done mm -hmm. just because of that fact wait so what's the line between ethical and unethical marketing unethical marketing would be probably using um falsified information okay so just like fraudulent mis like like misrepresentation yeah misleading sort of sure but other than that i think most marketing would be uh, ethical if you if you really do put the facts out and you really do have the pro uh, as much as possible proven product or service it's just that you need to find the person who has who's lo also looking for that so marketing is the way to actually find those persons and say Here's the thing you're looking for. Mm, so as long as you cater to, you cater properly to a specific market. Yeah, yeah, because you don't like... you you don't want to waste your uh, energy mm. on somebody that might. But if if I have a skincare product, I want somebody seeing that skincare product who's actually able to purchase it. Mm -hmm. Right? It's not like I uh, would like to see some poor African uh, lady seeing the marketing. If she's not in a million years going to buy it, she's not going to be able to buy it. So that's... And then the next step for a marketing uh, uh, guy would be to figure out the way, well, how could I actually improve their life mm -hmm. so they are able to buy my products? So why are you a legal advisor? In general, I would say just because it, more, it was more convenient at that time. Because the school was right across the um, park, uh -huh. and I before that I had uh, <coughs> finished technical school, uh -huh. which means I got a profession as an accountant uh -huh. uh, early on. So, uh -huh. but I spent four years in that technical school uh -huh. uh, compared to three years for the people who stayed in my previous school to uh, to continue 
secondary school, I guess. Like gymnasium? Sort of, of sort of, yeah. yeah. Three years and mm-hmm. then before university. Mm-hmm. Right? So they had three years, I had four years. Mm-hmm. So to compensate, I chose the one uh, field that had, uh, compared to the rest of the university curriculums that had four years of studies, mm-hmm. I chose the one who had got three. That was law. Mm-hmm. So I caught up. Mm-hmm. So that you didn't. Those three years. Lose out, right? Even, yeah, in time. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's sort of. Well, it it definitely has benefited in me for for me different ways. Uh, before that, I mean, I was I was a learned accountant. I was also working in accountancy. I saw what is the technical aspect of a business, sort of. But uh, I also saw that yeah, it's really it's really a not it's not a job that a human should do because <laughs> really? it's so it's so unfulfilling. Oh, okay. So it doesn't have it. Of, of course, it's necessary, but it's like, yeah, yeah, up to the point where they invent the com- the needed computer mm-hmm. to to avoid any human being just spending their time putting in some numbers from uh, from a receipt. Oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I did that, and once I got uh, a degree for law, yeah, just many different things are available because. Uh, legal people are needed there in almost every field. Mm-hmm. So yeah, then I just went around, basically job shopping, mm. and on some private level, yeah, I'm more concerned. All right, how would I be able to increase profitability when it comes to passive income? Mm-hmm. How so? Yeah, the main concern for me is to establish my knowledge, my skills, to actually mm-hmm. be able to move around if i don't want a job i don't have to do that job right i can literally just quit my job the next day do something else if i see the potential somewhere else so just to be able to seize the moment when it when it hits you Mm -hmm. because i think i think it was seneca's uh quote who said that success is when um opportunity meets preparation right i have heard i have heard something along those lines before yeah. definitely and so what the one component the opportunity you might not be really in control of but the preparation part all yours the, the amount of um effort you put in is totally up to you mm-hmm. so yeah that's why i read a lot of books that's why i keep myself informed so that's why I try to experiment with different things because this whole thing grew out of my want to just make better quality audio articles for my publications. Your publications? Yeah. Uh, what are... Well, what? I was... After I won competition, the the prize was sort of some some... I think some ferry tickets or something like that and the option to publicize uh, the paper I had um, uh, submitted mm-hmm. and so yeah that was my first publication and at that point I was already constantly uh, here uh, listening to audiobooks so I figured yeah I could I could make a audio version of my article that would be quite original mm-hmm. that would be fairly interesting so I did that, but I did it with my old smartphone. Right? Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And so I thought, well, yeah, the quality is pretty good, right? But then uh, I think after the third or fourth, I bought this. Oh, no, I was uh, in music prediction courses, so that's why I bought this one. Mm-hmm. And so I was thinking, oh, maybe I could just use this for also, also for my publication audio articles. And once I did that, oh, yeah, the first ones are terrible <laughs> compared to that. You can hear it, but yeah, it's totally, you, you cannot really compare these two, right? It's a studio microphone, and that one was just a small microphone on the, on the smartphone. Mm-hmm. Actually, in this one, yeah. Oh, never mind. So this one, yeah. Is that a, a phone compartment in your... Uh, this is a Asus pad phone. So it, it comes together. This is the phone. This is the tablet. Uh-huh. It, it's meant to be... If you, let's say your bar battery is getting low, you can put it in, it starts uh, charging, but also you can, you can use it as a tablet, oh, right? And, and if you like to sort of be more convenient, you can attach it here, and then this uh, charges these, mm-hmm. and you can just write on a keyboard. Oh, okay. That's really cool. And you don't use it anymore? It's no, outdated? I mean, it's, yeah, it's definitely... Uh, out of fashion and technically also 10 years or no well not 10 years but i think i bought it in 2012 mm-hmm. so yeah it's it's really just old and they don't produce them oh, anymore. Okay. well because people are good enough with those yeah and, no I, need. and i yeah and i'm also i mean once i switch to this it's not as convenient but for the weight and the potential, it's definitely a good trade-off. Yeah. So yeah, it's not a bad product. It's just that this is good enough yeah, it's, for it's, most people. Yeah, so, it's yeah. simple enough. Oh, okay. And so when, when I did my first audio publication, it was literally just holding the phone and reading my publication on the computer. <laughs> and then taking the MP3 and uploading it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotta start somewhere. And like, it was probably good for the time, right? Honestly. Well, it, it was good for me. I didn't yeah. feel bad about it. I mean, yeah. you could listen to it and understand what I'm saying, uh-huh. but it's just that yeah, that the, I just because I didn't know anything about audio, mm-hmm. right? so yeah, when you compare it to a audio article where I used the studio microphone, it's just totally, totally different, totally different. And so yeah, that's that's why I started using the microphone for the publications, and then um, oh. And then I wanted to do not just audio uh, articles for my written articles, but I also wanted to do video commentary for my articles. Oh, okay. And so I got one webcam. Mm-hmm. And out of those came, became three. These are two. One is in that room. I think that's it. Oh, and several several cameras in general. Because I didn't know what I, what I should do, right? Mm-hmm. But since I'm lazy... I'm looking for more of the, the convenient because a webcam you just plug it into the computer and it and, it, and it's saving directly to the computer mm-hmm. with a handheld camcorder and uh, or a sports camera you have to record it then to either take out the memory card or transfer the files via cable which is a hassle yeah yeah, yeah. so now I'm mostly using just webcams mm-hmm. for everything and the podcast, yeah. 
I think yeah, the podcast I started doing that because I I listened to a fair, fair amount of podcasts. Mm-hmm. I still do uh, listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just piling on sort of. And so yeah, now my concern is all right, how do I create well, how do I establish the technical base because the technical aspects are many times really at least for me difficult. I I really it's almost like all the episodes are a little bit different because I did try it or needed to do something different every time with mm-hmm. just with the technicalities. Mm-hmm. And so but my plan is to or my thought is to once I'm proficient, once mm-hmm. I know everything working because everything's in place, then I can concern myself, all right, so what would be a possible content option? Maybe I should let's say I have you on, maybe we should play a game. No. For 15 minutes. Uh-huh. Latvia against Canada or okay. whatever, right? Yeah. Maybe I should uh, feed you something. Mm-hmm. Right? Try Latvian food. Mm-hmm. Right? But uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not there yet. Uh-huh. Um, nor am I really running towards it, but it's just all right. So, once this is like the base, what comes next? So, what comes next? What comes next? What could I do more? What could I What can I, what could I improve upon? Okay, I I just think it's admirable how you've kept up, uh, like you actually pursue your interests, if you know what I mean, and not waste your time away. Cool. Well, it's a sort of a evil need, because uh, my my main concern, because people have uh, people I know have asked me why I do do these, uh, and because and they ask me, oh, do you do you um, are you interested in doing them? I said, no, I'm not interested in doing them. Why would I? I mean, it's a, it's a hassle to upload something. It's a hassle to edit something, to render something. It's just a hassle. Uh, but my concern is, will I be able to avoid the digital economy? Probably not. Probably even if I if I might not want it, I might be forced to live in a digital economy. So if that's the case, I might as well be as proficient as I can be. Mm-hmm. And maybe make some money out of it as well, mm-hmm. right? So that's just the long-term logic behind it. Okay, to so just, you're just to just understand up. to just understand how things work, and if I wouldn't uh, want or need to do some content, I could just do it because those are skills. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's something that, and uh, actually, what I figured out, it's something that attracts at least specific kind of people because um, even in academia. They sort of were praising me for being innovative, even mm-hmm. though it's not, I don't think it's really innovative, but it's definitely synthesizing some new forms of, of content. Because what I did was, when, when I finished my PhD, I wrote, uh, I recorded, of course, the audio file, which was mm-hmm. just a hassle because it's four and a half hours just reading <laughs> my text. And um, then I did a video of me, not, not, not of me reading it, but a video of scrolling the, the, my whole thesis and with the audio on top. So it's just, you can ski, see the screenshot of the, of the thesis and you, you hear me speaking the words, right? And once it gets to the top bottom of the page, the page just uh, scrolls down so you can follow the words. Yeah, took took me quite a while, but mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's safe to say I'm the first in the world to do that. So yeah, 
haven't got any uh, prizes for it, uh-huh. right? But yeah, yeah, that's just something that adds also, that piles up also. Ah. Wait, what did you do your study then? If you know you have your PhD. Well, in legal in sciences still. Oh, in illegal sciences. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, huh. My thesis was about the financial sector of the European Union. Ah, okay. Yeah. Did you do your master's or did, or did you go straight from um, bachelor's well, to PhD? That's not possible. Oh, that's a thing in uh, America, in North America, though. No? Oh, it's, it's not here, though? No, no, we, we do. Well, it's, it would be probably translated to, as a master's, but it's uh, a magister. Oh, I don't, I'm not too familiar. Okay. But still, I mean, it's, it, I did three years of the bachelor, two years for the master, and then um, I think in total it was some four and a half years for the PhD. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, been a while. Yeah, you've done a lot of school. But yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I could have just done my publications and all those things just on a regular way, mm-hmm. but I knew nobody would r- really notice them. Mm-hmm. If I put them out in a sort of weird way on the internet, it definitely gets more attention. It's not a big, but still a bigger number than, yeah. than those people who just published their paper that um, was published in some, uh, let's say, journal, and the journal came out once. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Nobody's even actually nobody's even pa- capable of accessing that paper anymore. Maybe in a database where you might f- need to pay to just <laughs> get get into it. I just have my own uh, uploading website. Put it all there. Put put the links everywhere. And yeah, if you like, you can see everything. Pretty pretty neat. Mom must be proud. I'm not sure what she knows it. Oh, no? No, because oh. it's not really something I would be talking about with my family. Right? They're just more concerned. So, so how's it going? Did you finish? <laughs> so okay, that's... just the basics. Yeah, I mean, okay. why would they be concerned? I mean, it's, it's something that it's, um, it's, a original, it's original in, in, in that context, right? Because mm-hmm. doing a video is not original. By itself, but yeah, in that context, uh, I, I think really I might be the first in the world to do that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, what comes next? I don't know. But I would like to actually establish some marketing schemes uh, in Asia. Asia. Yeah, because there are a lot of people. If they understand English, there should be some purchasing power in there. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about India. I was always thinking about India. Because they speak English. (laughs) Yeah, well, there are many sides of India, right? I was more concerned about the sort of middle-aged people who speak English, who are sort of on YouTube, Uh and those type of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's... But, uh, yeah, in general, I'm not sure whether or not there's a real strategy to it. It's just, eh, we'll see what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway... Final thoughts? Final have, thoughts? Oh, it's yeah. almost over? Well, I would say oh, so. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, it's fairly late. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, final thoughts? I don't know. You are, you are self-critical. That's what I got from you. I mean, that's better than being delusional, right? And thinking you're great when you are not. 
which but, is but many I'm, Canadians, which is why I dislike it. But but I'm telling you, yeah. compared to most of the world, you are great. I'm no, it's I a, I am not great. Of, My situation is okay. It's a matter of to whom you are comparing yourself. You as a person, I would say, compared to most of the world, uh, you can call yourself great. It's just because I. And if you are not that. satisfied with it, well, then become greater. That is true. That is true. You <laughs> Make know. Daisy great again. Can we? Yeah, but. Um, By the way, is it, is that your real word, uh, name? No, 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 it's not. It's not. Yeah, my passport name is my Chinese name. So what's is it? What is it? Okay, uh, it's Zhou Chenxi. Like Zhou is my uh, surname, mm-hmm. and then Chenxi is like my name. But in Chinese, you know, like they put the surname first, and then like they just say it all at once. Mm-hmm. But you know, usually, if I say that name to foreigners, I just say Chenxi because it's easier. Chenxi. Yeah. Mm-hmm them to hear, like you know peace to, like find my name in the list or something yeah yeah stuff like that yeah that's all yeah but it's been would you give your your children chinese names or western names um i would probably just give them a western name for yeah that's the move the just for convenience sake because my sister was born in canada mm-hmm. and you know my parents i think they wanted to give her a chinese name but um you know, they just decided not to, gave her an English name. And actually, oh. some of my friends, uh, once they got older, they legally changed their uh, official names to their English names, which is what they always went by. Yeah. But I, I don't really want to do that. I still, you know, I don't, I already feel like I maybe did not maintain my Chinese super well. Like, you know, I can't read or write so well. I could, I can speak, but. Why would you need it? Why would I need it? Yeah, you have English. What? That's but more than enough. Being more, um, being more multilingual, being closer to my roots, I suppose, is always good. No? You always sounded like you would have some type of uh, New Year's resolution that you are not really keeping up. Yeah, pretty much. I've. Do you know how many times I've attempted to learn X language or like improve my Chinese or yeah, start exercising or start think, studying I think regularly? I think it's your own... Um, psychological pressure because nobody is forcing you to think about these things it's just that you think society wants you to do those things or your family maybe uh, no I just want to be a less useless human well that's a good uh, way to look at it yes but I'm telling you you are not so keep it up <laughs> okay right if you, you if you feel useless already then yeah of course you can just do more and feel less useless but yeah i mean you are in a good position from what i can see i don't know i just think there's i should be using my time more productively you know like so what is yeah. the what is the thing that you feel is unproductive for you that you do regularly uh okay well um for me like right now just traveling and like meeting people like and uh, you know, I think I've learned a lot from just speaking with you and stuff, and like the other people I've met is not unproductive, and it's also something I enjoy. But usually, in like throughout the school year, at least, you know, go to class and don't listen. I just like sit there and rot because it's mind-numbingly boring for for me. And then, 
you know, go home. I'm tired from going to class, even though I didn't do much. And, you know, low self-discipline and willpower. Okay, you know, and then I don't end up pursuing any of the interests or like self-improvement things that I would like to. So, and then I just end up like sleeping or watching TV or, do you, like, you know, you, fooling around. Do you like your fellow Canadian Jordan Peterson? Ah, he's a professor at my school. Really? Yeah, at a U of T, yeah. I agree with some of his views. I know he has a lot of idiotic things. I think one of his students, I spoke to them at like some school event, hmm? told me that he doesn't believe in global warming. So I was like, okay. But I think well, he has some valid points with I other think, things. I think he might not be believing in the fact that humans cause global warming. Oh, okay. Well, okay, I, I don't know. Because usually it's not the debate whether or not the climate is what it is. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can see for yourself what the climate is. Mm -hmm. right? But it's. I was actually recently speaking with on another episode about this, but I don't know why. <clears throat> but mm -hmm. yeah, I was also saying, oh, it was a Pakistani who was living in Brazil. Ah, yes. okay. And he was sort of, uh, he was doing, doing his PhD in Austria, yes. Mm -hmm. And he saw, started speaking so, so left, left idealist sort of way. Mm. And, uh, and so I asked him about, yes, and so we came to the topic of global warming. And I said, yeah, look, dude, nobody in their right mind will argue against making the environment a better place and polluting less mm -hmm. there's no debate about it yeah you don't have to attach to the narrative to we have to reduce pollution because it closes global warming uh -huh. no no you just have to reduce pollution uh -huh. that's it right and so yeah i don't know why but sort of sort of the always the selling point is we have to reduce pollution because it causes global warming and so those people who are generally inclined to question things they they like to question do it really co cause does it really cause global uh, global warming because mm -hmm. there's no debate that pollution causes trouble in the environment but mm -hmm. does it really cause so but it's a nonsensical debate mm -hmm. take that part off and just focus on should we uh, reduce like pollution we reduce should we reduce pollution yes of course mm -hmm. nobody's for pollution uh -huh. nobody just nobody so uh -huh. nobody's lobbying for pollution mm -hmm. right so yeah how do we reduce pollution that's the question mm -hmm. and take that global warming stuff out of the window it doesn't matter mm -hmm. it doesn't matter whether humans either that pollution causes it or not pollution is bad so get rid of it as much as possible oh, okay wait that's interesting wait so uh do you agree with do do you like jordan peterson overall like because you brought him up i've only seen him a couple of times on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh -huh. I'm not really bothered by the topics he's speaking because he's generally speaking about troublesome Western problems, like a liberal hellhole things. Well, because Canada ca is definitely he came, he came to prominence for the pronouns. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yes, but yeah. I, honestly, I'm I'm just sitting there. And look, what I don't understand what them. I understand. <laughs> I understand the topic that they are uh, discussing. But that you're like, why some is this person, a thing? Some person wants to be called another way, and I'm just, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll not, I don't care if if I'm if I'm too old fashioned to say some if if I'm too far old fashioned to say you are a woman, right? Hey, so be it. 
I, I can be old-fashioned in that way. Yeah. If you say to me now that you identify as a, a fairy, you're still a woman to me, <laughs> right? So mm -hmm. it's not about your, uh, your, your beliefs or your feelings. It's about, yeah, got it, registered. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah, because... And um, he, that's yeah. what he's basically saying. Plus, mm -hmm. if he has... Because um, he, he was agreeing that he would actually address you as you want him yeah. to address you, which is farther than I would go. Oh, okay. I wouldn't go there. If you would ask me to call you he, him, right? I would get. I would literally say you get lost. Okay. <laughs> Just no, no. We are not going there, right? Okay. It's, it's not because I'm too insensitive. It's just because I. It's ridiculous. There, there, yeah. There's no real limit to this. Yeah. Exactly. It's yeah. A, it's sort of because I've seen, I've seen people delusional too many times because I've. I've been, for instance, a prison guard, right? Uh -huh. And I've, I remember different different psychological profiles, different type of behaviors, right? And it's, and it's just, yeah, it's the problem is when you look at those some some of those inmates, yeah, it's the problem is you believe your own lies. Mm -hmm. you, you just you just want you want the reality to be different, so you you make up the story and you start believing that story. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, it's just yeah. So everything's possible. Everything goes. Yeah. There's no real limit to the imagination. So I agree. Like with Jordan Peterson, when you ask me if I like him or whatnot, what I I do agree with most of his views on like genderish, like gender issues or see, like affirmative action and stuff. See, that's weird that that's even a thing because, well, that's probably one thing that you would like in Russia. Yeah, that, I mean, yeah, Europe yeah, yeah. is in general more conservative let's say in that sense right? well, it's not conservative it's just yeah. that yeah we don't have time or the will to yeah. get into this all right good just no and that's it but in wealthy countries you need to make up your problems yeah that's what i two little problems you just make some up yeah that's one thing that bothers that's another thing that bothers me about uh canada is that like i would call it a a, a liberal hellhole in that you know like a lot of just the issues that Jordan Peterson addresses and like why are those even such a big problem like I don't think they're worth that much of anyone's time well I and, guess I you guess know like third wave feminism things I, I, I don't enjoy either I guess the, I those guess are the, very big I guess the things that he addresses is that people don't really communicate the way they used to mm -hmm. which might have on, on a long term basis might have a negative effect on society's well-being because he stresses a lot the free speech the traditional oh. uh, family uh -huh. as a sort of a well um a sort of a conditions that establish a well-formed human being right mm -hmm. so if a child has only one mother or one mm -hmm. father or what have you it, it puts him so, uh, in some sense in risks mm -hmm. but yeah i'm not sure if he explains those risks but he, what he's saying is, uh, let's say, a, ch a child needs a, a parent that is one uh, male yeah. and also female. Yeah. So he can actually learn and from the, their mistakes, from his mistakes, and he has those role models and sort of yeah. that. But then again, I would say, yeah, but role models are what you make, not what, what is. So mm -hmm. I could make my role model 
anything. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio can be my role model. Yeah. Like it's up to the individual, right? It's, yeah, you yeah. choose your role models uh, intentionally, maybe initially not intentionally, but still at one point you can make your role model intentionally. Mm -hmm. Somebody you admire. Mm -hmm. There's no real need to have a, a father or a mother per se, mm -hmm. but, th but that's what he stresses. Yeah. That, that, that traditional upbringing has a sort of a nice effect on sociological processes that yeah. the people get accustomed to each other that they mm -hmm. can actually interact with each other they, they can raise families mm -hmm. with each other and i guess that's what he's uh, concerned about yeah. because these things that yeah, yeah we have x amount of genders and x amount of pronouns and x amount of what have you just just reduces that stability in the fabric of society mm -hmm. yeah that's a good way of putting it actually yeah. and yeah i guess it's nothing more to him so i was really surprised that he got the the fame that he got because mm -hmm. i don't i don't dislike him mm -hmm. but i always feel that he the things he's saying is like something that uh just a Russian grandmother would say. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. some, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the thing is, oh. he's like an academic, right? Like an academic, and I think in Canada, nonetheless, and I don't think people in those kinds of positions generally speak out or like provide their opinion on anything like this. Yes, that's, that's the against the general societal. In him. Yes, yes. So, so that's why, yeah. But, but he's uh, more famous in America, I guess, than in Canada. Real, uh, maybe because there are more Americans. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe more outlets for him. Because yeah, yeah I, re I remember him seeing on on the Joe Rogan podcast. Then he, afterwards, he was even on uh, Bill Mayer's show. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so mm. yeah, that's he. He's hit it big. Yeah, he's now a millionaire. I think. Probably. He sold. He sells books. Yeah. He sells tickets to his, uh, his lectures. Talks, yeah. So yeah, yeah. again, although good. I think, although I think the whole thing did take a toll on him in a way, because you know he got a lot of hate and like death threats, and you know people he had to take a year or two off teaching because people would go to his lectures and you know disrupt him or maybe throw like cause. See that's a ruckus. the see that's I the weird know. thing because um um and Joe Rogan speaks about it. Uh, Pretty, pretty much all the time about the radical left mm -hmm. being probably just mentally ill because huh? it's not it's not really far-fetched to say that people mm -hmm. who are um, who are socially awkward mm -hmm. it's not because they are just just plainly original and different it might be the case that they literally have some uh, hormonal imbalances some, some mental issues because it's not mm -hmm. It's not that uncommon mm -hmm. for people to have mental issues. Mm -hmm. It's that whether or not people can disguise those, whether or not they take medications for those, different different things. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, that's one of the biggest problems, I think, nowadays. Because you cannot know who is really crazy. Interesting. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you, you only... Because only the actions can provide you with the answers about a human being. And that, that's... At least that's what I got from working in prison as well. It's just because if you look at a person, yeah, it's just he could be anybody, right? 
and then you see his actions how he speaks how he behaves and so all right all right now now i see there's a problem because uh, literally some of those people even though they seem normal but it gets to a point where you see no it doesn't make sense that's that's not logical but they don't see that they feel that they have all the answers right for in that moment and just say wow even though you clearly now showed him what would be the correct answer two plus two makes four not three or five right mm -hmm. they still just don't register and go, oh yeah it might be something with their brain well it's a condition yeah right? yeah no no i know what you're saying so, yeah, I understand what you're saying. yeah not everybody can be equal mm -hmm. so yeah mm -hmm. and that's that's the thing about jordan peterson that he's basically just saying common sense that a babushka would say that a babushka would say yeah that at least that's what i feel I, yeah. i've never he yeah here heard him speak about something that uh yeah just some some old ladies in russia wouldn't wouldn't say as well yeah yes yes that's the, that's the way things are yeah sure yeah. it should be that yeah yeah i agree i guess it's just <laughs> north america is particularly radical like there's a lot of radical I think leftism there. Look, look. Which I think. Is why it's I think. Like, I think that's that's. If I'm not mistaken, Asians are not really politically correct. Uh, what do you mean? Well, Asian Asians. Oh, in the way they speak. No, generally. Generally. They are quite direct. In their manners. Wait, uh, what do you mean by that? Oh, oh, just like with. Like they're not politically. They're not diplomatic in 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 their everyday dealings. They're not politically correct, right? So. Oh yeah, that's that's probably. And true. so so I like uh, I think that you could be the one uh, good combination, right? You have a sense of political correctness, but you could also be more direct, because you're Asian. So oh yeah, that's what they do. You get the you get the you get the exception card, so or the Asian card. Right, uh, you get the Asian pass. Uh, okay, so, so so I can make certain comments because I think so. I'm, I honestly think uh, so. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's it's if you are ingrained in the culture from I don't know how many uh, generations, right? As most Americans probably are, yeah, then maybe sometimes the political correctness seems uh, fair enough. But when you look at it on the outside, it's just too much. Sometimes just too much. Stop this. Stop it. Yeah. Right? But yeah. If those people who are in academia don't really pay attention to it or don't really voice their opinion because they are afraid of losing their job, I call them dumb people. Mm -hmm. I call them dumb people. You should be concerned about having always options and alternatives. So that's that's the way you can always tell somebody who deserves it to screw off. Just honestly, if you want to live with integrity, have options. Mm -hmm. And nobody can get you. If somebody threatens you with, oh, you will lose your job. Good. I was looking for to pay more attention to my other uh, income fields, right? Yeah. That's so. That's what I'm mostly concerned is. What is the what is the threshold when you should say, all right, now let's focus on this. Keep keep up this in a certain uh, equilibrium, but yeah, let's. Let's focus on these things. Let's develop these things. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about those. What is the threshold? Mm -hmm. But other than that, yeah, most of academia, if you ask me, pretty dumb. 
That is very interesting, considering you're be, pretty it, much an academic. You're at, you're well, hardly. A PhD. I mean, I don't, you're I'm somewhat not, of an academic, no? Well, I've done research. Mm. You could call me a researcher. Okay. Right, but academic would be somebody who's lecturing, a professor maybe. Like, somebody who goes to literally to the institution to provide uh, some education, right? Mm -hmm. And I probably could do education, but I think if you need something to know, look it up. You might <laughs> find it, right? Without me. Yeah. It's, not, it's not like it's, it's too hard. Huh. Wait, so did you feel like you were wasting your time when you were going through all those years of study then? If you could just look things up instead of... When it comes to my research, no. No? Because I always chose topics that I was interested in uh -huh. and that I knew nobody basically knew anything about. Okay, okay. Because I can make up original stuff when it comes to those things pretty easily. Because, I, again, I consume so much information that to synthesize, to take bits and pieces and synthesize them into one new whole let's say research paper mm. it doesn't really uh, take a lot from me okay. it maybe takes time but yeah i have it figured out by a fair amount of time mm. and then it's just yeah you, you you format it the right way you edit it the right way but yeah to have that original thought it's not that difficult yeah. you just you just get inspired you just get some resources together and you it's it always come comes it always comes never fails okay so yeah that's that's what i wanted to do uh, and the reason why i wrote about the financial sector was because 10 years ago i saw a lot of grown people acting very foolishly ah that's, that's when the financial crisis yeah right? and so that thought yeah i don't want to be that i don't want to be somebody who loses their mind because some uh, some uh, market value dropped mm -hmm. it's just what you should be I th it literally was a time when I thought people get grown up and then they become smart mm -hmm. right? and then I figured out no people get grown up but they don't become smart mm -hmm. they have to they have to actually work mm -hmm. to get smart they have to put some effort but usually just people like to choose the easiest the, the path of least resistance mm -hmm. and so yeah that's that's what I saw that was enough for me to think no thank you i might start reading more books i'm gonna dip yeah and so yeah and and it's still a feeling of all right there might be more there should be more mm -hmm. it's not it, it's not possible that this is the whole picture mm -hmm. right but yeah i mean that then you just compare it to sometimes, all right, so what's the time limits? What's the other constraints? What are the also other interests and priorities? And so it's try to balance them in different ways. But yeah, the, the financial crisis definitely left a mark on me. Mm. And the way I see other people, mm. meaning if you, if you honestly think in a way that most people well, people have to prove me that they are worth listening to, that their advice is valuable, that their competence is there, because mm -hmm. I, I don't take it for, for, you know, from face value. Just, just oh, you human being, well, very nice. Now you are now I'm now I'm confident in what you are telling me or what you are suggesting to me. Because again, I mean, I've been to 
I've seen prisoners, right? I've seen different type of, I've been a financial auditor where people don't know whether or not they actually uh, were able to, well, were allowed to do the expenses for the public spending and all different, I have had, I don't know how many, eight jobs at least, right? So yeah, I've seen different people, different scenarios, right? And the one thing that bugs me the most is just incompetent people and sort of their lack of, um, improving themselves because hmm. you you had the option you had all those but you just you just chose not to you mm-hmm. just chose not to be competent and yet you are still working in this and yet you are still doing it just hoping people just sit and hope and and that's what I feel hoping is not a strategy right? mm-hmm. so are you religious then if you mean traditionally no I like to believe that there is some some type of uh, designer mm-hmm. for whole for the whole universe, but yeah, I'm definitely not concerned with it. Mm-hmm. If it's not there, eh, so be it. <laughs> I just like to find out why humans are how humans are and why they are the way they are, and mm-hmm. that's it. And just find my own niche, carve my own path, and run with it. Mm. You'll live a long life. Because you seem to not give a fuck about certain things and just give many fucks about the things you like. Sort of. Sort of. Well, it's always the case of you cannot uh, be interested in everything. You have to have some priorities. And then, yeah, Mm. just uh, the closest ones. Mm -hmm. And the daring aspect as well. Because I've I've literally had uh, some, for instance, um, sort of bosses. Mm-hmm. Who told me, yeah, yeah, you're right, but I won't do this. I won't talk to those people. I won't talk to the guys. And said, so why? Well, because um, I have uh, a loan and I don't want to lose my job. Right? So, all right, all right, I get it. You're concerned with your job and your, your sort of household. But then again, ah, dude, it's just, it's just so... It seems so weak, right? Mm-hmm. Why would a totally grown-up person put himself in that position to be weak, mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, to that much vulnerable? And then my explanation is, yeah, because people are just hoping. Mm-hmm. That's that's the strategy for them. Just let's just hope everything goes well, and if not, hope it will resolve somehow. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's what my impressions from the past twelve years. Mm-hmm. So, because those were the formative uh, years for me, Mm -hmm. right? I was uh, graduating the accounting school. So, that was the time I got into sort of the workforce, sort of the adult uh, life, right? Of of bills to pay and uh, responsibilities. So, yeah. And now I do podcasts on the side. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You're living a good life. Well, I like to believe that uh, Latvia is in the top five of the world's countries, the best countries. Okay. Again, I think I think the Netherlands might be the first. Mm-hmm. Some Scandinavians, definitely. Only some of the Scandinavians? Some, Not some, all? yeah. Because, oh, okay. again, it's a big difference between having wealth and having sort of intelligent wealth. Because mm. I think Denmark has just wealth mm-hmm. but I think there are many many people who are 
fairly lazy, fairly like Americans, right? Also like those Kuwaitis or whatever, mm -hmm. just getting big, getting lazy, and yeah, yeah, that's the problem, right? You you have you have your food, you have your shelter, you have to raise the stakes. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just come the complacency Complacent. again, and yeah, then that's just that's not a life to mm -hmm. be to be overweight and unhealthy and yeah to put yourself in just unneeded risks that's that's not smart either hmm. yeah I, I actually never thought of it that way because everyone like is very all hail scandinavia all of scandinavia you know but uh norway there are ways to criticize is, norway is definitely different than finland for instance mm -hmm. definitely um if you would ask me, Sweden is a pretty good place, mm -hmm. for sure. But then again, my uh, maybe Jordan Peterson wouldn't agree. Because mm -hmm. they have a lot of divorce. And they have a lot of... Um, what's it called? Ah, mm, oh man. Artificial inseminating? Uh, artificial insemination? In, in some, uh, oh, oh, like um, embryo... Babies, Me meaning things, like uh, meaning uh, making babies in the test tubes. Women, women, women uh, are living alone, uh -huh. ordering on the internet some sperm, uh -huh. and right. just um, yeah, in injecting yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I think John Peterson was like, mm, "That's like not that's my well." Here's the thing: if the if the reproduction is the main goal. Yeah, it gets the job done, I guess. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what they do for farm animals, mm -hmm. right? This is true. They, they do it for farm animals. But when it comes to society, right, how to make a human, it's a test. It's an experiment. Nobody knows, right? It might work, might work, but we need to see. Because it's, uh, it's not been going on for long, but it's definitely going on. So, yeah, people, people will see. Mm -hmm. But if they make uh, sex robots, right, it's probably over. Probably yeah. over. It's already a thing, no? In Japan? Well, sort heard. of, sort of. But they are, I think they are fairly unrealistic still. Mm. But if they make, like, totally human-like robots, then it, then it really becomes a demographic problem, right? Because why would a dude try to, de try to be disciplined and... Uh, in shape, right? If you can just be to a total glob and still and have it. his hot robot uh, at home, mm. that's mm. that that is a real possibility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a valid concern. So yeah, yeah. I think that's what might maybe the Jordan Peterson and the those type of people like to see uh, the society not going mm -hmm. to not be living an artificial life because mm -hmm. it's it's fairly comfortable to live it and now we should make it better in the, those meaningful ways right mm -hmm. to have people more oh, connecting with each other let's say because mm -hmm. because i think even in japan uh, japanese women complain that japanese men are not that open not that communicative mm -hmm. but maybe but uh, i'm just guessing maybe maybe it's both ways mm -hmm. maybe the society in general doesn't doesn't um sort of um encourage 
communication. I don't know. Never mm. been to Japan. Probably don't really need to see it to make my opinion about it. Make good uh, electronics. Mm -hmm. Right, so it works in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. True. That's interesting. Any final thoughts now? Um, not so much. Just, just interesting, you know, like kind of hearing, because I haven't talked to many European Europeans actually, and I feel like. Do you think your my your opinions and mindset is representative of maybe? No, no? not at all. Oh, okay. Well, I'm I'm representative of me. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, again, I don't look at, let's say, fellow Latvians different than some Germans, some French people. They have to provide me with the evidence that mm -hmm. they are worth my time. Mm -hmm. Sounds idiotic almost, but I'm, I'm telling you, I've seen people in different facets and different shapes and different uh, behaviors. Mm -hmm. I'm I have made my mind up if I'm true good if not it's on me mm -hmm. but but yeah to to pay to give the same amount of energy to all of the people is physically impossible and uh, rationally totally ineffective mm -hmm. there are the outliers there are the people who actually get things done who stick out of the crowd who, who are the power law people, right? Mm -hmm. Who who are the most competent, who most uh, skillful, whatever. So yeah, that's that's what I'm more concerned about. How to find those people? Can so those could be the ones that I communicate with more, mm -hmm. operate, cooperate with more, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, to just take any random person, right, and and think that yeah, should probably f be good. Sorry, doesn't cut it. Yeah. Doesn't cut it. Yeah, because your time's too valuable to. Well, it's know. too limited. Yeah, so true. It's, it's ma so it makes it valuable, valuable. in yeah. the moment. Yes, yeah. yes. Oh. And so that is the reason why I have the podcast option with uh, foreign guests, mm -hmm. right? Because usually people who there's not much people who travel the way most people here travel. Mm -hmm. So it also makes some nuanced uh, profiles right mm -hmm. for people in general because mm -hmm. oh. you are if I would ask you are you representative of Toronto people probably not I would like to think not but you know it's hard to be objective see yeah see mm. yeah but you are a representation of Canada because you come from there but you are a version of the representation you you're yourself you are the version of Canada I'm seeing. Okay. Right? Am I different from the other Canadians you've interacted with? Well, they were also really friendly and nice. Again, I'm not okay. I'm not yeah. seeing I'm not seeing Canadians being rude or cold. Mm -hmm. I just think they are polite. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Just just uh, civilized, right? Civilized yes. humans. Yes, civilized civilized people and I don't think you are actually against that, right? No, I'm not against being civilized. But, but you I... are against being too complacent. Yes, and, and too delusional. politically correct. Yes, or and being like delusional. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But delusional, in a matter of um, grandiosity. Kind of, yeah. Like thinking very highly of themselves when there's nothing particularly 
fantastic about you or your accomplishments, you know, and being not critical enough of themselves. Should um, Justin Bieber feel grandiose? Um, I, I don't particularly like him as a person, but I guess yeah, so achieving he's Canadian. that. Yeah, and but I guess achieving that kind of wealth is commendable some extent so. but i don't you know stay humble that's i don't know i i, I don't particularly like in, in, enjoy him as a person but you know well I'm, I'm guessing you don't have any anything against him as a person you are maybe com you are considering his public persona as not being the optimal version yes but uh is his public persona i mean the fact that he wants to present himself that way is already making me think badly of him, even if perhaps his... But maybe it's not him, it maybe it's the drugs. But why would you have let yourself get hooked onto such things? Because people are weak. So he's if you weak. Get, if you get too fast into too much fame and too much money and too mm -hmm. much influence, drugs become a thing. Right, but then there are people, there are plenty of famous, wealthy people who don't. Who so, were, who were or, famous at 11 years old. Right, but have a, there are child stars who You don't have a maturity if you don't have the same phase right. to go through as a, as a regular mature person. So your maturity will come somehow, but not in the traditional way. Right, but I think there are, you know, stars who start at a young age who turn out fine. And it's definitely possible to it's turn out fine. It's definitely not Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Natalie Portman turned out quite well. and She started out quite young. All right, but she's not really that famous. Let's be honest. She's very famous, no? Oof. No, well, I, I, I see your point. Of course, yeah, there are yeah. some, but she's... I don't know if she's even an A-level a actress. She's, she's not getting asses in the seats. She's not getting what, sorry? Asses in the theater seats. Ah. She's not the lead in lead attraction. Ah, may, maybe it's been a while, but I think... What's maybe, her, what's her most famous movie? Probably um, the swan. Black swan? Yeah. 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 <laughs> the swan. Black swan? Was it black swan? Yeah, yeah, black swan. Oh, all right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I see, I think Mila Kunis was the attraction there. What, was because, she? But, she? She because, showed quite but, briefly. But, because she was, in that time, very, very, um, very well represented in different kinds of movies. She was the hot uh, star at that moment, the trend. Yeah. Well, well I mean... Wait, I, I always thought of Nat Natalie Portman as quite big. I like I think she's also it's like, like it's like saying Hillary Swank Swank is quite big. Who is that? See? What no Nat I think yeah, she's definitely not Justin Bieber level fame. Yeah. Of yeah. course. And she's not Scarlett Johansson fame. Is she not? I No, not at all. Because I don't if she, Scarlett if Johansson she, well. It's, it's, it's more the type of movies that you want to be associated with, right? And I don't... Which type of movie? Because she... Because Scarlett Johansson is very, like, big, like, just popular 
Yeah, that's what things. I mean. That's what I mean. Like not necessarily critically acclaimed films, All but right, like but then take Jennifer Lawrence. Alright. Take Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. So she's critically acclaimed and she is fairly famous. Okay, true. Yeah, wait but like the point is that I think Natalie Portman turned out fine considering she also was a child star model, whatever. Like, not definitely not to the not to the degree Justin Bieber. Did Michael Jackson turn out fine? Um, he definitely suffered, but he acts as a good human, which I don't think depends on whom you ask. I guess. What are you talking about? Like his pedophilic allegations and stuff. Yeah, that's what I mean. Ah, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Well, of what? course, there might be some ill intentions and uh, just. Just somebody trying to get some money from false accusations. Yeah. But it's not like he wasn't providing some some reasonable doubt about himself. Mm. It's, it's, it's sort of like that. So other than that, it's, it's difficult to explain the way I see it. But I would imagine that the correct word would be... Um, um, what's uh, sh- shortened? The I mean the the maturity, it's so, sort of sta- oh, stunted. Uh, it's the like matu- they don't have a childhood. Yeah, yeah the the, yeah. the maturity cannot be there because the the progress was stunted mm-hmm. from either fame, wealth, whatever. But it's I don't know why I'm not uh, I haven't checked it, but uh, sometimes people say that uh, lottery winners. Fa- uh, spend their money fast mm-hmm. and then end up almost like the same before mm-hmm. If I don't know if that's true but if it would be true then it would prove a point in having not the capability of actually the first in, in the first develop and the second sustain some type of level mm-hmm. and so yeah if you don't have the prerequisites who's to blame Maybe society, maybe your talent, because it it happens with a lot of um, people, right? They have some type of attractive skill or or some type of trait. Mm -hmm. So people are offering them anything. The world is their playground. And once that skill or or trait is not so much in demand, they just fall off, Mm -hmm. right? Because they have nothing else. Mm -hmm. They haven't developed as... As a person, they just developed some type of trait. And once that is not even popular anymore, then that's pretty sad mm. for them. Mm. But for society, you just see another Instagram model. Yeah. There. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. You probably need to sleep, right? Like, well, I'll be going, going off to on sleep, tangents for sure. I'll, every I'll time you ask about final thoughts. So. so any final thoughts now? Well, that's just, uh, it's been nice talk. Yeah, yeah. really. I th- yeah, I think so. I think so as well. Thank yeah. you. And let me press a lot of stops. A lot of stops? Yes. One. Um, two. Three and four.